Let the great experiment begin! Do it! It's the Cloudcast! It looks really cool. Today I prayed. I prayed for my friends from the clone cast, Adam and Tom, because they have immersed themselves in this culture of Star Wars, which I know y'all know deals with Satanism and wizardry and things that I will not be tolerating. So if y'all could send up a prayer for them, it's one thing to do it and get listeners and maybe make a living off of it. But since I've never heard of this podcast up until now, I think they might need to go back to working and go into war like men used to do. But actually, good luck on your podcast. certain moments i could really get into that song it's a great song <laughs> i tell you what let's let's just... i think they might need to go back to working and go into war like men used to do but actually good luck on your podcast <laughs> If all Christian music was this catchy, I know. I think I'd be a completely different person. We'd be Mountains come down. Oh man. Let's go to a service. Let's go to a service and just heckle until they play that song. The songs they play at those New Age shirts are awful. Yes, they they're are. so bad. It's like they have like a synthesizer and they have like you know like three chords that they like and they'll preach over it for a while and like they turn it down and then, you know but then and then it's just like it's not catchy at all. What it's like we, how how do you I could write catchier songs. What if we showed up and just sat mid row with signs that said "Awesome God" and anytime they played anything else, we just started no. booing. What we do is. Boo! <laughs> what we do is awesome god i write awesome on my chest you write god on yours and then when they finally play it we rip our shirts off yeah! <laughs> that song's a banger yes it is but yeah i did do a cameo that was facebook mom from tiktok that's insane that's that was so my cool. first cameo that i purchased and it was a relatively well-priced one okay but i love her videos is that the same the same one oh my God. the one where she's like where she just reads like facebook posts in seen, that voice i have seen her on tiktok for the past i don't know six months in every single time she fucking yeah nails it yeah every time the one where she's talking about how the family just adopted a dog <laughs> With loving arms, we've accepted a new four-paw member of the family, Sadie. <laughs> and the facial expression, too. Yes. It's just, she's fucking she's immaculate. She's perfect, like, dead eyes, but with, like, trying to come across with inflection. It's beautiful. 
And she actually wished us good luck at the end, which is nice. Yeah, so that was really exciting. I'm almost tempted to order more from her because I just enjoy her. <laughs> I enjoy that character that much. It's like my favorite TikTok account. Yeah. It's fucking gold. Um, anyways, welcome to the Clonecast. Welcome to the Clonecast. I'm Tom. I'm Adam. Uh, what we do here is uh, we are watching in chronological chronological order remember that game chrono trigger yeah oh, uh chronological order that goddamn rebel show uh but first we bullshit for 20 to 40 minutes and then we get right into that episode right on in there we get right on in there uh if you're a clone wars fan you can go back in the archives we've reviewed every single episode of the <laughs> clone wars and that one. fucking movie twice not once but twice <laughs> Uh, Adam, it is time for the Sega Bass fishing sound effect of the episode. Um, so what I'm going to need you to do is I'm going to need you to pick a number between 1 and 176. Let's do 3. Okay, number 3. Now, I have no idea what this is, but this is our Sega Bass fishing sound effect for the episode. Maybe we should start writing these down as we continue this. <laughs> so we don't like, just, will you write three down and we'll put it in the spreadsheet later? Because uh, we don't want to double up. Yeah. We want a fresh Sega Bass Fishing. Okay, are you ready for this one? Let's analyze it before we hit it. It's, I don't know, is that about five seconds long? You ready? Yeah. That's a big one. All right. Here we go. Cape area. Cape area. Okay. okay. That was not five seconds long. I don't. Cape area. I keep meaning to bring my Dreamcast oh, over. that's right. I know exactly where it that's is in the fine. basement. We have a we got a uh, we have a mouse situation down there now, so that's what I've been. Yeah, it's fall, man. Those mice are coming inside. Yeah. Oh, they'll leave little turds. Yeah. They crap everywhere. I set up some traps, so we'll see. I saved one once. I caught it. Um, I heard like a screech from in the basement. Yeah. That's when I was renting out the basement. I go down there, and it, it's the guy renting the basement. He's got a girl down there with me. He's like, "It's the mouse." Oh. <laughs> And so I caught the damn thing, and I let him out. I drove like five miles away and let it out because I was like, they'll find their way back. <laughs> it just found its way right. I, into but like as house. I caught it, I think I heard its foot. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you doomed the thing. Yeah, it's probably limp. dead, anyways. Yeah, like it. It was. Yeah, I tried. Do you remember that time we were eating in the back of the restaurant we always used to hang out at on like Friday and Saturday nights, mm -hmm. and like all of a sudden we just heard like high pitched like screaming. No. Not like human screaming, but a high-pitched noise. We looked in the corner, and there was a glue trap that had, like, a mouse. Oh, yeah. And I vaguely like, remember that. Yeah. And it was like... Glue traps are very inhumane. Oh, yeah. I'm not using those. No. No, no you got to use the regular... Quick and easy. Quick and easy. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Um, I ended up using those, and you put them along the walls, and they, they work. Yeah. Do you remember what happened with when we... Cape area. When we were eating there, and we happened upon that mouse? I... I vaguely even recall this. I think you were we were there with a girl you were trying to impress. So, Ooh. but everybody was like, "Well, we got to do something. We got to get a bucket of water and put them in the water, and then they'll." Drown. Was it in like a ant glue trap or something? No, it was in like a mouse glue trap. Oh, so it was intended for. But them. then, like, no one like we couldn't get a bucket of water. Everybody's that Wait, was we're going like to drown the thing. <laughs> that's apparently that's how you kill them when they're in a glue trap. Oh. Um, but. We settled on, like, nobody wanted to do anything, so I volunteered to stomp on the thing. Dude. Do you uh, remember this? Can we move on? I no, don't want it's this awful. It's awful, but nobody else would. The thing was suffering, so we covered it with a lavender magazine. And <sighs> as I did it, you were like, wait, 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 wait. 
And then you started playing James Blunt's Goodbye, My Lover, (laughs) as I was doing it. But you were very excited to turn on James Blunt as I put the mouse out of its poor misery. Who was I? (laughs) I know! You were a completely different person. Jesus Christ, I've become quite the softy, haven't I? I am really a completely different person. Well, you didn't volunteer to step on the thing. I wouldn't do it. No, I felt horrible, but it had to be done. This must have been like at least 40 minutes in, and then I finally came to the realization that this is the way it's going to be, so we might as well laugh about it. Yeah. I don't think think this was like two minutes into it. Like, hold on, let me play James Blunt. Well, like I said, you were trying to impress a lady, so (laughs) that might have... That's how I decided to impress a lady? Yeah, you had some strange methods back then. Man, I've gotten a lot better at life. (laughs) That poor mouse. Fuck, dude. We got to cut that out of the episode. I don't even want that out there. That's depressing. Cape area. Cape area. Um, but I will bring over the Dreamcast one of these days. That is depressing. Once I catch that little bugger down. Poor little mouse. Like, I don't know. I got a real soft spot for animals. I know. I do, too. I I, I had, like I kept when they first started, like I got the no kill and they didn't. It wasn't working. Like yeah, I ended up having to get. Yep. Because they're just like all over. And, you know, well, I, the, 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 we have a cat, too. And that's how we first like. Yeah. That's how we just that's how we first figured out that there's a mouse down there is because like typically the cat hangs out upstairs with us. But then we'd like just like obsessively downstairs. We're like, where is she? And then we'd open the door to downstairs and she's hanging out like on the step, like kind of perched looking at stuff. And we're like, what's going on? And then we figured out she's like looking for this mouse. But then we watched her. She's not doing a damn thing with the mouse. She's, like, basically playing with the thing. Oh, yeah. She's not, like, hunting it. She's, like, no. kind of batting it around and stuff. Yeah. When I had cats, like, I remember they'd catch a shrew or a mouse, and they'd play with it for a while. But they're not killing it. They're just playing with it. It's like torture. Yeah. And then they present it to you when it's fucking dead yeah, and not moving not, anymore. She, she is not going that far. Our cat really? is just like, this is her buddy. She's not doing anything, anything negatively with it. No. Oh. Tom and Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. What's the deal with politics? I don't get it. Am I, I right, it. people? I don't get it. What? <laughs> no, that was doing the Kramer nod. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so do you miss the queen? Oh, yeah. Oh, I was going to. So first of all, I was, I was going to say to kick this thing off, my condolences for mm-hmm. the queen and also a belated Happy 9-11 to you. Ah, yes. Happy 9-11. are recording this on yeah. 9-12, so. 9-12. Um, I did send you the funny TikTok I found of the guy. <laughs> Star Wars TikTok is a trip. The guy is holding two lightsabers, and he's like, I've seen a lot of posts today, but not one has mentioned that 21 years ago today. And then at the end of the video, he turns off one of the lightsabers. He kept the white one ignited. The white one, like it was the uh, the fucking Freedom Tower. The beacon of hope. The beacon light that they had going for a long time. Fuck, dude. <laughs> I, you know, it's 20 years ago, 21 But that, like, that would be hilarious if it was a joke. Well, what's funny but is... But it was like, dead serious. What's funny is we make pretty untoward jokes about 9-11, and somehow I found this heartfelt tribute more offensive to than anything i've ever said about it yeah <laughs> i don't know i mean it was so off-putting <laughs> yes. it was so off-putting <laughs> and the comments were turned off oh, which okay. just ruins all half the fun yep. because that comment section would have been fucking gold <laughs> my god uh, cape area cape area um what was i gonna say hold on 
God, fuck. I forgot what I was going to say. It's intermission music. We haven't played this in a while. This is a good one. Using crack and cocaine to get, to get high. high. That's, That's what you say, you say love. love. Okay. Speaking of inadvertent <laughs> bangers. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, what I was going to say is like, okay, so I got to tell you, it was time that for that old bag to kick it. You know why? Since the queen has died, the Vikings are 1-0. and <laughs> <laughs> Hit the horn! Can't argue the math, baby! <laughs> I mean, did you watch? Like, very <laughs> casually. We had my grandma's... We had my grandma's 80th birthday party. Yeah? Last night, so, like, it was on in the background. And I just kept, like, turning my head and I was like, what is going on? I gotta tell you, I think she was holding us back. <laughs> I think that's what it was. It's, it's she's the Vikings came in 1961. It's been a struggle. Own four in Super Bowls. They haven't been to a Super Bowl since 77. I mean, she's been a constant the whole time. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't argue the math. Long live the king. Yeah. Own four in Super Bowls. Uh, I mean, we had a solid winning percentage in the regular season, one of the most successful franchises, but we never won the big one. You but hey, 60% winning percentage with the queen alive. 100% winning percentage with the Queen dead. That's all I got to say. I'm just I think I think it's our year now. You know what we got to do? We got to send a care package to the new king, King Charles. Yeah. We got to send him How is he going to open it with those sausage fingers? <laughs> <laughs> we got to send him a Kirk Cousins jersey. Yeah. And one of those uh weird Viking hats with the braids coming down the side. Oh yeah, the Helga horns. Yeah. Now, the Vikings do have a game in London. This year. Oh. I think week four or five. What are going the, over to London? What if the king showed up in just purple and gold? Yes. The entire way. Yeah. I, dude, like, I think, every, like, I'm not a, I'm not one of those royal people. And Devin, you really, you really got to tone it back. Devin, <laughs> Devin has gone down the royal rabbit hole since this happened. <laughs> I'm worried about Devin. Oh, no. He's going to become one of those royal people. Yep. Um, but, I you know like I you go on TikTok and it's like a live video feed of like the proceedings and stuff. They are the dude like it they is it is the this. most. They're wearing like these fucking like feathers and shit. They look like a bunch of fucking pirates. It's like Tobias on the fucking boat at the the first episode of Arrested Development. <laughs> there's a there's one TikTok I saw where it was a guy saying like. Three hips for new King Charles. <laughs> hip, hip. And then it cut to all of the beef eaters. Yeah, and the they're guys taking the, the hats off. And they go, hooray. And they lift their hats up. And a dude lost it. He was like, there's no fucking way this was real. Are you kidding me? You know what's great? Those beef eaters, they have been waiting to display any emotion for like 20 fucking years. And now it's pure joy. It's, yeah, it's pure. Hey, we get to do a, a little celebration. But it is the lamest, most archaic shit I've ever seen. It's absurd. <laughs> and I know. kept thinking about that video. It's like, why can't we go back to when men were men? And this and that. I'm like, you want to go back to that? <laughs> this shit's weak, man. I know. But yeah, we missed the queen. Yeah. We got clone Castanovas over UK way. Yeah, I haven't realized how much I actually know about the royal family. How much I've like I, a yeah. I've accidentally absorbed just from like 
hearing about like pedophiles that went to like Epstein's Island and did stuff. you see what happened to the fucking <laughs> yeah. that kid <laughs> yeah. so Prince Andrew there's like a procession I don't know like they take her all over the kingdom yeah, she's her on, body is in Scotland now and on, I don't think they like her in Scotland she's on tour yeah <laughs> They have a fucking funeral parade at every fucking, you know, every part of the kingdom. Yeah. Like, are they going to take her to fucking Australia? I don't know. Are they going to take her to Canada? I don't know. They'll just bring her around? All of the places that her husband was just banging native people. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, yeah, Prince Andrew was in the procession. He's the second. He's the uh, he's the younger brother. I think Edward is younger than him, yeah. which is sad. That but I he's, so he's the one that's, already. like, uh, has been linked to Epstein. Oh yeah, this and also been... there was like they paid like twelve million pounds or something like that to cover up something, and it's like a whole thing. But like some kid was in the like in the crowd for the procession, and when he walked by, he started yelling at him like, "You're a sick old fuck, You're a sick old man, <laughs> Andrew." And you all, if you watch the video, all of a sudden you see him get yanked back, and he just gets dragged off and arrested. And don't get me like I am all I am completely awesome. on the kid's side. Yeah, but the like. The man is marching in his mother's funeral procession, and he is such a piece of shit that this kid is yelling at him, and I'm on the side of the kid. Yes. That is what a piece of shit. And also, did you see the clip of, like, they were looking at, like, the cards from Wellwishers that were left in front of fucking Gorfin Palace or whatever the fuck it is, you know? And he's got his arm around, it's like his daughter. Yeah. And he's got his arm around his daughter and whatever. I mean, that's normal. But then, like, he goes down to look at a card. He runs his hand down her back. Kind of around and, her ass. And he, he hooks his fingers. And he literally, like, like a credit card with his fingers right through her ass cheeks. I'm not one to defend. Fucking weird, man. I'm not one to defend pedophiles. But I think that that one was just kind of like, he just was bending down and his hand kind of grazed it. I don't think that one was intentional. I'm not, uh, but I I could be wrong. The guy has done weirder shit. He so. dipped his hands in cape the, area. the cape area. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, hey, Vikes, 1-0. and Here we go. And they beat the Packers, too. Which I know. Is, oh, very satisfying for me. It's icing on the cake. It's great. My condolence is Wade. Clone casting over Oh, that's Wade. right. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I won't say anything. He'll just be like, four no- we've got four more Super Bowls. It's like, geez, <laughs> Wade, I didn't know you were born in 1947. <laughs> Whatever. We're 1-0 this year, baby. This is the year. Nah, it's not. Yeah. But this is the year. Who do we play next week? Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah? Another team I fucking hate. How's that going to go? Eagles are pretty good. It's in Philadelphia in some Monday night game. Okay. So we will be recording either on the weekend or Tuesday because I ain't recording this on Monday night when the Vikes are on. Yeah. Cheap butter. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. The Eagles, they made the playoffs last year, kind of half-assed playoff team. But they're they're improved. So it will be a tough one on the road. I would not expect us to be favored in that game. Okay. I fully expect to lose that game. But you never know. Chip chair chance let's play <laughs> hey we can't set a timer oh fuck it Who we cares? gotta set a timer i don't care about the timer anymore we gotta keep ourselves to 30 we're to 40 already at minutes 20 minutes what's the point of the timer now what's the point my fridge broke i don't give a shit that is true we gotta talk about that stuff so everything's breaking down on you yeah my car's back in the shop my fridge broke 
I got to go downstairs in a spare fridge. Luckily, I have a spare fridge because that's where the old roomie used to keep things. Yep. So I got the spare. But yeah, I mean, I, I, the fridge was making weird noises on Friday. Like when I was working, I like heard it out there and I was like, what's it? Why does it keep going? Yeah. You know, why does it keep going? You know, and I went in there and I was like, OK, stuff's a little cold and a little damp, like the cardboard boxes on the soda and the beer. It's kind of like a little damp and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? I thought maybe a water had spilled. But I didn't go into the freezer until late around dinner time. Ooh. I pop open the freezer. I got a bunch of chicken in there. I got, and it is all. It's like just a mess. Like it's all just, it's done. Yeah. It's it's all spoiled. Um, and yeah, so the the fridge completely shit out on me. That sucks. It does. Um, so I had to throw out all the fucking food. Um, yeah, that that's the entire story. So how many times have you been to Noodles and & Company and or Chipotle since it crapped out? Well, I'm in my Jimmy John's era. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy John's, like, I used to get Jimmy John's all the time for lunch and have them deliver it every day. Yeah. Um, They're freaky fast. They are freaky fast. And, like, the guy, like, even when I would do pickup, like, the delivery guy, when he saw me, there was like, hey, how's the dog? You know? Like, <laughs> And like you then I became yeah. a regular yeah. <laughs> at a Jimmy John's you yes. don't go to. Yes. But um then like I abruptly was like, well, I'm not gonna eat out as much. I'm trying to save money. So I stopped and I abruptly stopped. I looked at my order history. The last one was in like December, and I haven't had one since. And so when I put in an order for Jimmy John's now, they must have been like, Holy shit, he's alive. <laughs> he's they back. honestly probably thought I was dead. They thought I was dead, <laughs> I'm assuming. Um, so yeah, like I remember, like I dropped off my car and I was walking home and I ordered Jimmy John's and the delivery driver beat me home and he drove past me. And so like, he looked at me and he's like, Oh my God, he's walking home. So I don't know. I mean, the guy, they must be like, what's going on with Tom? Why is he ordering again? What's What's, going on here? What's your standard Jimmy John's order? Well, I'm a Hunter's club guy. (laughs) I like that roast beast. You know, you like the roast beast. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. You ever Um, go with the unwitch? I've done the Unwitch. Oh, I love the Unwitch. Unwitches can be good. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they, that, that romaine lettuce or whatever they use, that uh, big leafy lettuce. Typically, it goes well with the Italian. Okay. You get all the peppers in there, too. Okay. But, they, like, I don't I don't know if it's a gluten thing or whatever, but whenever I ate Jimmy John's, I felt like shit afterwards. Yeah, it's like filling. an hour or two after, I just felt like shit, and then I start, I discovered the Unwitch. And I ate that guy, and I just I was energized for the whole afternoon after that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. That Unwitch is good. Oh, save yourself some carbs. High in protein. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like a fucking Lunchable on crack. <laughs> Loaded with vitamins uh, and It's your steroid Lunchable. Oh, man. I'm real. My night is ruined now that you told the goodbye my lover story. I forgot about that. <laughs> Maybe I just have blocked out everything from my 20s. Oh, I remember a lot. Okay. Well, save the rest because we'll I... go out. We'll have to. The outro music will have to be to Goodbye My Lover by James Blunt. I think this was. I think that's actually like me, like being very uncomfortable with the situation and trying to Probably. like trying to cope, trying to add humor into the situation. Yeah, because I have. I and like that hasn't changed since my. I've always like have a very soft spot for animals. Yeah. And like we both do. Yeah. Like I care about animals probably more than humans, which is problematic. Yeah. But, you know, well, and I need to reiterate, I didn't enjoy crushing its skull with my foot, but it was screaming and nobody else was doing anything. So something had to be done. Yeah. You did the right thing. Yes. It is the right thing. And I actually think that's probably better than drowning it. Yes. It's like immediate. Yeah. That's just basically like a trap. Yes. You know, it's like, yeah. Did you get it the first time, though? Yes. I did not have to go back. 
Why do you? How do you remember these things? I don't know. I don't remember shit. I don't know. Ask me who three U.S. representatives are. Can't name them. But this: Lauren Bobert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and Louis Gohmert. <laughs> the big three, bringing freedom to us all. I swear, the House of Representatives is just like, oh, just put the craziest fucking people in a room. It's just like the craziest fucking people. And they will never lose again. They get elected every two years. And if you're in a district that leans your way, you'll never lose again. You have a job for life Except just being a fucking psychopath. With the exception of what's the what's the dude in the wheelchair? Oh, he's gone. Yes. Uh, Madison Cawthorn. Madison well, Cawthorn. You know. Um, as long as you don't talk shit about other people in, in Congress inviting you to cocaine orgies. parties or whatever the fuck yeah. it is. He made one slip up and he was fucking gone. Yeah. <laughs> they buried that dude that quick. That was fucking hilarious. Yeah, it was. It was funny how fucking quick they flipped on his ass. Yeah. Man, what's he doing now? Oh, I'm sure he's got a book deal. He's probably got, he's got a series of car dealerships. Yeah. And a book deal. They also tried to, uh, they tried to keep his like the cause of his disability uh, like kind of opaque for a little while because they kind of thought, oh, we might be able to like people are, aren't paying attention. Like, oh, we're going to say he was a, a troop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but his no. story was his he, story was he wanted to be a troop. No, that was it. After, yeah, he was just a drunk who got into a car accident. Well, no, I think his friend was, or was he driving? I can't remember. But yeah, like him and his like friend got in a car and drove like 150 miles an hour on like a residential street, completely neg- neg- <laughs> Yeah, and like flipped the thing or yeah. something. Just, just being dumbasses. Yeah, and um, then after that, once he got into politics, he was like, you know, I was about to join the National Guard. No, and he said he wanted to happened. join. He wanted to join. Um. He was applying for, uh, what's the military academy? Citadel? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's where he wanted to be. He wanted to be a military West officer. West Point, yeah. West Point. Military officer. That was his whole thing. Like, I was going to go there and, like, cool. That's, like, the that's like the late, cheapest valor. <laughs> that's, like, me being, like, yeah, after 9-11, I thought long and hard about it for a couple that days. That is the laziest stolen valor. Yeah, lazy stolen valor. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> He's, like, you know what? I went online. I filled out the online form, yeah. but I didn't click submit. In the night I was planning on clicking submit, this happened to me. I want to have a Prince Andrew Heckler moment with him. Like, <laughs> yeah. where's your Dodge Charger, Madison? <laughs> <laughs> Although I did. It was fun in high school. You had the military, like, recruitment people come to your lunch. Oh, hours, my God. Yeah. And then it was also. They come to study hall, and they just, like, walk up to the table of, like, eight boys and, like, yeah, you know, it's just it's, how many push-ups can you do? It's fucking predatory. There were people man. doing push-ups in our lunch hour. Oh, and pull-ups too. Yeah, like I mean, you go to like a fucking county fair and they got a booth set. I'm like, yeah. see if you see if you can do more pull-ups than the average marine. You yeah, know, but it's the like best. The best is I got one over on them because they kept all of the good like swag, the free stuff that they gave out. You had to fill out a little card for them to contact you in order to get the good stuff. Yes. Like the mini footballs or whatever. You needed to fill up a form for those. Yeah. And then the temporary co- yeah. tattoos, they were handing those out left and yeah. right. No, I mean it's it's literally so, the same griff that like a credit card company yeah. does with these things. Like but, you give them your and then they contact you constantly. Yeah, but what uh, I got one over on them because I was like, "Oh, yeah, I'd love to I'd love to fill out a card here." And I'd write down all of my information and I'd give it to them and then I'd get the mini football and then I'd get a call like 2 days later and they're like, "Hey, so you, uh, so you filled out this thing, you're interested in joining the the Marine Corps?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I am. I'm actually I'm like 
really interested. I want to serve my country. One thing, Wait, though. Wait, did you actually do this? Yes, okay. 100%. Okay. So one thing, one thing. So I am type 1 diabetic. Is that going to affect anything? <laughs> and you could hear the recruiter on the other end, like, almost, like, hang up immediately. He's like, yeah, yeah, you... Um, you you can't really do anything with that. And I was like, I can't like I can be like I can be a land guy. I can like hang back. Yeah. Can why can't this. Why can't you join the air force and be one of the guys that like waves the stick? <laughs> yeah. Like, <"Hey." laughs> why can't you do that? And he was like, Nope, nope. Sorry, sorry. That's gonna that's gonna disqualify you. And I was like, like it was basically me trying to keep him on the phone. Yeah. After that point, man, well, that's ableist. The one time my <laughs> my diabetes has actually paid off why why couldn't you be a, a a stick guy though i don't know i feel like you could i don't know you could put air in the tires they or need something the best of the best yeah i want to deal with my broken no, ass i remember pancreas. there was a guy that i went to high school with and like he really he just wanted to join the army like it was like i want to join the army even before 9 yeah. 11 like he was he was like i'm gonna be army guy and they would not take him like because he he was flat-footed Oh, yeah. He was flat-footed, so they wouldn't take him. But sure enough, after 9-11, they were quick to sign him up. <laughs> like It was like, oh, no, no, you're good now. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they had any issues recruiting after 9-11. Suddenly they figured out special shoes after 9-11. Yeah. They gave him some, uh, you know, some Dr. Scholl's uh, inserts for his <laughs> <Yeah>. military boots. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, Fridge is busted down, but you did just make... A very exciting purchase. No, let's not get ahead right of ourselves. Right before we clicked record. No, we got to talk about it. I don't want to talk about we it. We got to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I got to pee, and I want to get through these segments so we can talk about this goddamn it's episode. fun and exciting. We got to talk about it. All right, it. you got... Here, you want to do a timer? Hit it. All right. Hey, Siri, set a timer for four minutes. You got four minutes to talk about this. Well, you're the one that bought it. Let's go. You're the one that wants to talk about it. Yeah. What'd I don't want to talk What'd about you it. Buy? I'm interviewing you. What did you buy? How'd you So there it? was a very lightly used UCS Falcon set on eBay. Yeah, there is. And I just was like, oh, he's asking a decent price, but I'm going to lowball him. And immediately got accepted. <laughs> <laughs> Huzzah! So I am now the proud owner. I mean, I haven't processed it yet. We'll have to do that on a break. I'll send over the money. But I'm now a proud owner of a UCS Millennium Falcon. Congratulations. With, it comes with a stand. Yes. And he did say, what was the description on it? All accessories? All accessories included. All parts included. Manuals and the box. He's asked me if I don't want the box. It's like, dude. I want the box. He didn't. I could so, the box. You can sell the box alone for 150 bucks. Your main hesitation. He didn't explicitly say minifigs. Yes, but I did get a reply. It does include the minifigs. Okay, but right. I do want the box. Maybe I'll tell him he can fold the box up if it's easier to ship that yeah. way. That's fine. Where is he located? Uh, North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Road trip. We could go pick it up. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. You want to run? I learned from watching you. Funny. Funny. But Man, that's exciting. It is exciting. I will say this. It's exciting, but it's just, I didn't expect him to accept it. So especially quickly. that quickly. And I'm like, we're talking about all the shit that has broken in the last few weeks. And now I'm like, oh, well, I just committed to buying a fucking, <laughs> a fucking, that thing costs more than a fucking cheap refrigerator. 
Well, you got a backup fridge downstairs. I you do have you, like I if the do old with, fridge when I moved in here. There was a fridge in the basement. What are you that fridge with? broke down, and I was renting at the time. I rented out the basement. The guy for a very fair price. I was not a fucking landlord. Okay, don't come at me, Mao. But um, it was a very fair price, much lower than anything else. Anyways, exactly. Um, what are you gonna do with two but, fridges? Yeah, so the fridge, the old one that was in the basement, just like shit out. And I was like, well, you can just put it in the fridge. And the, he started, dude, he had so much crap. And I was just like, after like three days, I was like, I'm not fucking doing this. I'm a very like, I'm a, I'm a light fridge guy. I got my yogurt. I got my chicken. Yeah. I got my soda and my beer. Right. You know, and, crowded. and I got my broccoli in the freezer and I microwave it. And I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, I'm not fucking doing this. So I went to Best Buy and I was like, well, what's the fucking cheapest big fridge you got? And they're like, well, it's an insignia. Like, it works. Okay. I'll get that. So they brought that in and installed it there. So I did have a backup fridge. Um, I haven't had it plugged in, so I had to plug it in, let it cool down and stuff. But, yeah, I'm thinking maybe I'll just try to fucking haul that thing up here and just have some recycler pick up the old one. Why not? I don't know. It's tough to get that up there. I can help. Oh. I'll bring over a (laughs) two-wheeler. Put it on a dolly. Yeah. Ah. We could play Hello, Dolly. (laughs) Wall. While we get it upstairs, this is going to be fun. This will be great. This is going to be great. It's going to be great. We'll probably have to document in some way. We'll do a TikTok. All right. We're going to do. We are going to get the fridge upstairs. That's the plan. That's the plan. Then we got to figure out what the fuck to do with the old one. We'll figure something out. Oh, I missed that fridge. You can set it on its side. It could be a display stand for your new UCS Falcon. Sure. Um, slightly other, slightly related, but my malevolence. Um. Plaque came yeah, I saw that. from uh, China. <laughs> <laughs> from China. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it it really adds to it. And if you'll notice there, I also picked up the new um, Republic tank. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, with all the minifigs, so I've got a little Clone Wars battle going on there. It's lovely. It is fun. Uh, I like Legos. Um, Legos you, are you good. Got, you got to play the theme. Oh, just as the timer's going. That's off. it. That's it. We're yeah, done with pe- it. We got. Well, I got a story too. So you got to play the theme. We're gonna have to. Uh, my bladder's gonna explode. Okay. Well. So we'll, I think we're gonna have to. We'll take a break and we'll play the theme. Yeah. and Then we'll come right back in. All right. You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done. Now come on, get to it. Nothing can make me change my mind. You'll have to sell your speeder. I would like to see the baby. My collection. He's bopping and scatting, and I'm losing it! Okay, well, what do we... What do, We've already kind of covered it. You just <laughs> wanted to hear well, the that sound? Was, or? That was for you. We didn't play the intro for your collectible corner. Oh, you have one. I also... I have a story. Uh, although it, the Clone Cast field trip music might make more sense, but... Really? I, I made a little... <laughs> Cape area. Because I'm a Star Wars boy. Gonna keep a lightsaber. Because I'm a Star Wars boy. Okay, what's up? I made a little stop the other day. Where? (gasps) I went to our favorite How is Steve doing? (laughs) (laughs) Charles! Steve always delivers. Did he deliver? All right, so we might have to cut part of this, but oh, I am going to bring it up. I'm going to tell the whole story. 
I don't think it's that bad. But do we want to get in uh, after that? Do we want to get in how I went to a Twins game with my dad and got into an abortion debate? We have to. <laughs> yes, we have to. <laughs> this episode's going to be nine hours long. <laughs> We're already at like 40 minutes. All right, this All is right. going to be a quick story. I wasn't there very long. There's no quick stories with Steve. I was just in the neighborhood, so I was like, you know what? I haven't I haven't been to Cedar Cliff in quite some time. I'm going to walk in. I'm going to see. Now, full disclosure, has. I did try to go there one time, but it was fucking close. Yeah, we told, we, so we have been trying to give you Steve. It's just been a little dry, but we got it. All right, what do you got yeah, for we me? got in there. So Steve. Is, They've been champing at the bit. Steve is quick to deliver. Because I walked in the door, and he was mid-conversations with this guy. Within 45 seconds, he was delivering gold. So really? I walk in. He's talking to this guy at the counter. It's obvious the guy is trying to sell him some stuff. Oh, that always goes well. And so Steve's yeah. talking to him about that. It sounds like it's going well. Uh-huh. But then Steve said something. I have no fucking idea what he was referencing. Sure. But I just heard him say, all right, well... We'll see if the, we'll see if this makes the autistic kids happy. Oh my That's god. That's all he said. That's all I heard from him. <laughs> we'll see if this makes the autistic kids happy. And then like the guy oh, didn't no. really say anything and then Steve <laughs> kind of was like, "Well, sorry. You know what? Sorry if you know anybody that's autistic or has autism or that type of thing." And then the guy goes, "Well, you know, I actually I do know I do happen to know somebody with autism and steve was like really okay cool who, who do you know with autism and the guy's like well i i have autism myself I, oh my I, God. i'm autistic <laughs> and steve steve was like ah cool all right man cool yeah <laughs> uh you know what you know what uh uh i have a i actually have a border collie and uh i've looked it up my border collie actually shows a lot of similar symptoms to autism so oh my I god think, i think my border collie actually might be autistic and the guy the guy was loving everything steve was talking to him about and after that after that this is where the story takes a turn what the h <laughs> just when you think things are going one way they zig back to the other the guy talking to steve was like okay he was like yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's i've you know, I've had it for my whole life and, you know, or, or no, he didn't say I had it for my whole life. He was like, I, I don't know. I don't know where I got it from, but, uh, but yeah, I have autism. I don't, I don't know when I got it. I don't know how I got it. And Steve went, what are you talking about? And he was like, well, yeah, I don't know how I got it. And Steve was like, well, no, if you got autism, you were born with it. That's just something you're born with. It's something that you've had since you've been born. The guys in the guy talking to Steve was like, well, no, I heard I heard from somebody that uh, you can get it from shots. So oh I think I, I think I might have got it from a shot or something like that. And so did this activate so Steve? Steve didn't say anything. Oh, but I immediately or like there was a short beep. And then I heard the guy audibly be like, no. So like so Steve didn't so say anything and Steve then didn't yeah. say anything. But I could tell that Steve just like was shaking his head. As soon as the guy was like, I heard I could have got it from a shot. Steve just immediately started going, no. And then, and then as soon as the guy was like, no, Steve went, no, 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 no. There's uh, no, there's no scientific evidence to back that stuff up. And the guy was like, oh, really? Because I heard this guy told me. And Steve was like, no, no, no. There's been plenty of stuff. There's no scientific evidence to link shots to causing autism. So that's that's not where it came from. You were born. You were born with that. And it sounded yeah. like they, they reached a decorum when it came to the price. 
he walked out of there a happy customer. Okay, well that's good. Yeah, I mean if you're if you're kind of on the fence with uh, do vaccines cause uh, you know autism? Um, I, I'll say this: uh, any reputable study has never determined that that's even remotely plausible. No. Um, but don't worry, uh, Jenny McCarthy disagrees. So, the 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 host of uh, the former host of Singled Out and now uh, famous for the Mass Singer disagrees and for being in a relationship with Donnie Wahlberg uh, and Jim Carrey. Previous, yes, she had Jim Carrey marching in those anti-vax rallies. Yeah. Somehow, I think she took took a toe over the line for even Jim Carrey. And yeah, I think he was like, "This is enough." I wonder if she got the. I wonder if she uh, got the COVID vaccination. Highly unlikely. Oh, I doubt it. Yeah, highly unlikely. But yeah, so then after that guy left, uh, poor Ken Jong has to sit next door in the mass singer and he's coughing COVID all over him. So after that guy left, uh, only one other guy came in, but there was no conversation that took place. Then I I looked around. He had a bunch of new Black Series, but that era is over, and so yeah, Black Series era is dead. Yeah, that you know what the Black Series era died with the Queen. That's our that's our queen sound from School. now on. School. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you lost the queen? That's too bad. But the Vikes won? Oh. Well, you know what that means. You know who you are? Even Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss you, your majesty. Her majesty's a pretty nice girl, but she doesn't got a lot to say. Bop, 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 bop. Her majesty's a pretty nice girl, but she changes from day to day. I want to tell her that I love her a lot, but I got to get a belly full of wine. Her Majesty's a pretty nice girl. Someday I'm gonna make her mine. Oh yeah, someday I'm gonna make her mine. So after Steve got ranting, after Steve got done ranting about autism, mm-hmm. uh, I was I walked around. He didn't have much to look at, but then I walked past. You know the the last area. If you're walking in a clockwise pattern, you go by the used comics. Yeah, I was fingering through them, and then all of a sudden I, I happened upon something Ooh. that I was very surprised by. You know, I've been getting Steve into, Barry's good stuff. I've been into the omnibus lately. Okay. And I got the Now uh, before we move on to this, I do want to say something. Like, I'm not cutting any of that. Okay. I'm not cutting any of it. But I want to say about this is uh, Steve is a well meaning person who says some fucking shit where you could take it you could easily take offense and I totally understand. Oh, sure. And if I was in there, I would have been like, Oh man. Yeah, it makes you, you know. uncomfortable. Yeah, it makes you uncomfortable. It's he's not coming from a place of malice. No, Steve's in the right place. His he just his got way his social skills are there. just fucking. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to cut any of them because there's a lot of stuff there. And it's just I there's no we're leaving it. And he's on the right side of a lot of topics. Well, we're leaving it. Yeah. Yeah. So then I walked by. I was leafing through the used comics and I happened upon this little number. Oh, Wow. All right, giant. So I, I previously had found a deal. Is on... this the seventies era? Nice. Yeah, it's the Claremont. So I had previously I'd gotten uh I found a deal on the first and second volume of X Men Omnibus, but those were the golden era of of the X Men series. So the precursor to the actual like seventies era. Yeah, seventies is when it took off. And so this volume, volume one of the Chris Claremont uncanny x-men that one i've been looking online for for a while and i've been waiting for a price drop and it has not i've not been able to find it for under like 200 bucks steve had it marked for 66 bucks so i picked it up and 66 66 yeah <laughs> steve, you know, steve really wanted to go for the metal 666 i guess so i brought it up to the that counter. seems very that seems very intentional 
I know. Like, of well, course, it's Steve. Just make it sixty-seven at that point. He's the greatest. <laughs> He's fucking nuts. So I walked it up. I walked it up to him, and I was like, "Hey, I'm all set with this." He was like, "Ah, oh, nice. Oh, I got that two days ago." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Awesome, thanks, Steve." What it, day did you go and see him? Uh, I don't even remember. I think it was like Wednesday or something. Did you ask Wednesday him about the Queen? No, I didn't. Damn, that would have opened up. That would open up. A I'm probably still on it. I should go there. <laughs> I should go there this week and see if he's ranting about the queen. You need to. Yeah. Who gives a fuck about that old hag? <laughs> you should go there and ask him if he has a an omnibus of Uncanny X-Men Volume 1. I will. But as soon as I brought it up to him, he was like, I got that two days ago. He's like, I didn't want to market that cheap, but, you know. That's really cheap. Yeah. What a deal. But he has said that about... Every single item I've purchased from him. No, but that's him. actually a good deal. I know. But every single item I've purchased from him, he has said, I, I didn't want to price it that low, so you're getting a deal here. Hey, the guy the guy is forever a... He's a used car salesman of collectibles. He really is. He's like, that's a deal. He's the best. And then he proceeded to talk... Well, I went... I mean, this is slightly smaller scale, but I went there and... I found three hardcover, hardcover editions of the prequel trilogy novelizations. Yep. Revenge of the Sith prequel trilogy novel is down. You probably, I don't know, maybe 30 bucks for get a hardcover. I got it for fucking 99 cents. He's not gouging anybody. No. He, his prices are very fair. Steve moves product. So after. Steve gets his dick hard by moving product. As soon as, <laughs> as soon as he was like, I don't want to sell it for this low, so I hope you enjoy, he proceeded to talk shit about half price books for like 15 minutes. Wow. <laughs> as I was walking out the door, he was like, half price books, that used to be actually priced good, but dude, that's. They're, they might as well be whole price books at this point. I'm very upset with half price books personally. On a personal level, I am. Yeah. Um, they shut down the store that was like really close to me. So, okay. Yeah. Um, fuck them. That's all I got to say about that. Well, a I mean, pathetic year at Cedar Cliff Co- Collectibles. Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's good that you visited Steve. Did he say he's like, hey, I've seen you in a while. Did he say anything like that? Or no? But when I called him Steve, he was like, hey. <laughs> so <laughs> he's fucking Steve. He knows. He's Steve. You know, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go visit Steve. It's been a while. You have to. I gotta visit Steve. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna cut it. I just he is what he is. I think people have come to expect Steve to say some off color things. Yeah. Uh, but every single time, like when I look at the core of what Steve says, his heart's in the right place. But every single time, and I think that matters for I... for what the, the stance that we tend to take on things. We don't get. I mean, I, I think language does matter. Yes. But I think more important than language. Language should be, you know, should not be offensive. Yeah. But more important than that is what's the intent? Intent is more important than word. Context matters as well. Context does matter. Yeah. And every single time I've been in there. Which is why I cut the thing from the episode last week. (laughs) (laughs) Because that could have been, you know, Clone Castanovas would have known, like, oh, they don't mean anything by that. Sure. It was just a dumb fucking riff. Like, I I am a bad pun shit poster. (laughs) Yeah. So I was just riffing. But, like, I was like, oh, I don't know. If somebody just, like, happened upon that, like, it it could be misconstrued. So sure. I was just like, fuck it. I'm just cutting it. It's okay. not worth it. It's just a shitty fucking riff. Yeah. But that I got to leave in because it's Steve. <laughs> Steve's the best. I He's love something him. else, I love man. so much. He is well, something else. The only reason I'm comfortable saying that he said these things is because I've literally been in the store where he's chewed out people when they've said negative things yeah. about gay people or like progressive ideas he'll immediately be like no 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 no. that's wrong you're wrong 
you're you're wrong. Steve is a hundred percent live and let live guy. Yeah, he does not like people impeding on other people's rights, and yeah. that, that's I think that's the most respectable political ideology. Like yeah, I, like I you know you, you I I have my uh, stances on especially like Medicare, uh, you know, getting universal health care for people, um, living wages, and that sort of thing. I, but I think like a baseline is let people live their fucking life as long as it's not impacting you. Absolutely, I think, and I think as long as you're at that baseline. That's a good starting point, and I can talk to you. Yep. I can talk to you about things if you have that as your baseline. Yeah. So how'd your uh, how'd your twins game go with your dad? <laughs> <laughs> I love my dad. <laughs> I do. I love my dad. And he adores you. We've he heard the voicemails. Um, but it just like I uh you know it was going fine. It was about the fifth inning. Twins getting their ass kicked. Twins are done. By the way, they yeah, are just yeah. fucking in yep. the fucking bag. They've been tanking. But it was um, about the fifth inning, and like uh, my friend Kirsten was there, so I went and I met her for a drink, and he's like, "Oh yeah, go have fun." Cinema? No, not Kirsten. <laughs> She's not my. That would not be my friend. Um, but um, so I come back and I had a drink, and I was like a little buzzed at this point because I had had a few IPAs, and so like that always starts it off nice. But I didn't start it. I'm not trying to. I I don't want to go down this oh, road with my dad. I avoid it because I know there's just. So, but, um, he's like, he's like, you know, like the twins are down five nothing and there's three teams competing for the division. This is, I know this is, this is not sports talk. It applies to directly how this got started. Uh, we were playing the Cleveland guardians, um, who isn't, who are in first and the twins were also in contention, probably not so much anymore after getting swept. Um, and then the Chicago white Sox and my dad's like, Oh, well, you know, you know, if we're not going to win, I really want Cleveland to win it. I was like, oh, yeah, why is that? Because earlier in the night, he said he wanted Chicago to win it, but I think he was confusing with Cleveland because he's old. <laughs> Anyways. The man is 80 years old. He does well for 80. Um, but I was like, oh, what? You, why? He's like, yeah, you know, Chicago, that's a nightmare city. And I was like, no, I've been there. It's a lovely city. It's fine. It's fine. It's a big city. There's crime in every city. It's fine. Like, it's what happens. There's, you know. And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I was like, well, you know, you know, if, if you're that concerned... <laughs> And then, and then I just I couldn't I couldn't help it. I was like, if you're that concerned about you know like violent crime in cities, maybe if we um, gave people real opportunity, like real jobs, like real jobs, like um, um, and by real jobs, I'm not talking about what you're doing for your labor. Like, absolutely, if you're working at McDonald's, that's a real fucking job, and you work harder than like most people. Yes, you should be paid accordingly. You should be paid twenty five dollars an hour. Yes. And I was like, so. You should be paying people. And, I, and this is what I got started. I was like, if you want to decrease crime, you will give people real economic opportunity. Yeah. Because there's, a, there's always going to be outliers. There's always going to be people who do criminal acts because you know, there's an imbalance. But most crime is caused due to a lack of economic opportunity. Yeah. When you can sell drugs and make... Yeah, a hundred times more than you can from a minimum wage job. Yeah, of course you're going to take that avenue. Yeah. So, but if that minimum yeah. wage job suddenly it's somewhat closer to the profit you could make from effort in, it's I like, don't even think you know it even has to I be mean, like. Let's say you make a hundred grand a year selling drugs, and you but you could get a job easily making, making seventy grand, fifty to seventy. Yeah. I honestly think like most people would be like, well, I would rather not sell drugs. I yes. think I'll just do this. It's not worth the headache. It's yeah. no. Yeah. And that's just the way it is. So that's how it got started. Um, and 
And he's like, all right, well, that makes sense. And like, cause like my dad, his talking points are all from my stepmom, and I can pick them apart pretty easily, especially with her not pushing back. I can just be like, well, it's just. <laughs> and anyways, um, I would love the fact if you every time you were around your dad, <laughs> like with your stepmom not being there, you sent him back to her as like a sleeper agent. <laughs> like he just was well, a lefty. If, and then he if went he's back. going to get me talking about these things, yeah. then that's what I'm going to do. And like I did that earlier in the night too. Uh, I forgot what it was. He had mentioned something and I was just like, yeah, you know, coming out of the pandemic, that inflation, uh, the gas prices, it was going to happen no matter who was in office because it was. That's the truth. Uh-huh. The truth is, if Trump was in office, it's not like gas prices would have been magically $2.50. They all would have spiked. It, 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 this is the direct result of the pandemic coming to a close and the world opening back up. Yeah. This is just what happens. Supply and demand. Nobody was driving. Now everybody's driving. Of course gas prices are going to go up. These gas companies, they want to gouge you for everything you're worth. Yeah. They want to make their profits. Um, so I did lay that egg on him. I was like, well, you know, it would have happened to anybody. Even if it was Trump, Dad, it would have been rough. He's like, yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> so he definitely went home with that one. Tommer. Yeah, Tommer. Um, but no, it got brought up. Like, And then it somehow, it it got, I somehow, I said something along the lines like, hey, as long as people, you know, aren't bothering you. You shouldn't really matter to you. Because, oh, it's well, this is what it is. He's like, now, let me ask you something. Be- like, I literally was just like, give people economic opportunity and crime will go down. And he's like, all right, well, uh, that makes sense. But let me ask you something. Do you think a lot of this, this, these issues we got going on in our society today would be resolved if we let God back into schools? <laughs> <laughs> and I immediately said, no. <laughs> and he's like, why not? And I didn't get into like the nitty gritty, like, well, your God or do you yeah. want, do you want like, uh, all gods, Yeah, you know, like, should we have, uh, if I want to worship Zeus, can I have my Zeus worshiping hour in the morning? Yeah. Cause that's not what he means. He means Christian God. Of course he does. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, no, that, no, it wouldn't do You know what would a good jobs for people. That's, yes. that's what would, that's what would make society better. Economic opportunity. Economic opportunity is the. Single 1A thing that we need to do to make society better right off the bat. Yeah. People need good jobs. Income inequality, like mixing that. And it's really depressing because a lot of these fast food jobs, McDonald's right now, they could pay them all $25 an hour easy. Yeah. Easy. And give them full benefits. Walmart, uh, $25 an hour, easy. Target, $25 an hour, easy. They can do it. They just have to decide we're going to make slightly less. Yeah. And this is what's wrong with capital. The reason, the problem with capital is it's all just, we need to make maximized profits. We can't just be successful. But that, that's, of course, where every, like, it's any, just, but it, that, that is the inherent issue with capitalism is the need to maximize profits. Right. It's profits over people. It's, it's, it, it just, on its face, it worked for a while, but you know what? Just take a look at the discrepancy between the upper fucking between a CEO and your average worker, the person actually, if the CEO fucking died one day at Walmart, you know what? The stores would all run the next day. So the problem is that, like the, their duty is to their shareholder and to yes. no one else. It's not to the end customer. It's not to the general populace. Their, their duty and the core tenant of capitalism yeah, everything is, is your duty yeah, is the to market. maximize profit for your shareholders. Exactly. And it doesn't matter negative impacts. That's your key objective. 
that is your North Star metric. Yeah. That's all you need to worry about. And that's so why it's so everything funny, like, else be damned. It's so funny watching conservatives melt down over like Disney deciding to have a black aerial or I know. something. It's like <laughs> I know. It's like, it's like where where have you guys not read Adam Smith? Like this is on this is in the first fucking chapter. It is in the I mean, first of all, I think it is important that they incorporate I think representation is super important for one. Absolutely. Like Lexus Force uh, Force Priestess, a clone Casanova, one of our favorite clone Casanovas. Um she was like really moved by the fact that they have a black Ariel. Yes. Like, it was a big deal for there her. There have been multiple videos. And that's awesome. There have been multiple videos online of little girls who happen to be African-American yeah. that are watching the trailer yes. and are fucking amazed yes. that someone looks like them. Yes. That is the princess that they themselves have loved over the yeah. last couple of years or whatever. I, but anyways, I mean, it's a good... But, uh, but if you're looking at it from a strictly conservative perspective... The fact that they get up in arms about any of these decisions that are made, it's this is what you ask for. Yeah. You ask for maximize profits. Do the best business interest thing. Like, what is in our best interest as a company, Disney? What's in our best interest? Well, this is like it all fall, it, it falls apart so easily, too. Anytime that you talk to them about, like, well, capitalism's the best system because. It's a way that you can you can use your energy to make the most profit for yourself. And it's like, okay, well, me as a poor person, I don't have the access to the same things that rich people do. So I'm going to pool my resources with other poor people and we're going to use things like boycotting and uh, and economic enablement unto ourselves to stop you guys and they're like well no 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 not like that you you're not supposed to take power away from us like that's that's not the way it's supposed to work but it's actually exactly the way it's supposed to work yeah it's just anyways um but no so he brought that up um and i was just kind of i told him i was like no it, it, you know you put christ Back into schools, it's not going to make. It's not going to change. Well, and there was that law. There was a law passed it. I think it was Texas that was talking that made it illegal for <laughs> you to take down any kind of sign that said that was talking about God. And so immediately, people were pu- putting up signs that said like Allah Akbar and like had a different interpretation of God. And they were like, according to this law, you can't take it down. But conservatives in that state were having a fucking conniption because yeah. it wasn't their interpretation exactly but that's not the way the the law stated it so yeah i mean if you want to put religion into public places you better be prepared for a whole lot of shit that's going to make you uncomfortable Christian. it's exactly the same fucking thing that happens anytime you talk to somebody that's like well if people move to this country they should speak english they should speak english when they move to this country and every single time I've come up against anybody that says that, I say, why? And they're like, well, because most people in this country speak English. So you should speak English when you move to this country. And then you just go back to them with, well, according to certain surveys, by the year 2043 or whatever the fuck year it is, Spanish speaking people are going to outnumber English speaking people in this country at a ratio of so by more your than half. Logic. So by your logic, should that day, should we all have to learn Spanish? And absolutely none of them will yeah. be like, oh, no, 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 no. We should be, it should be English because yeah. 
they're so fucking short-sighted. It drives yeah. me fucking crazy. We'll get back to uh, the story here. But the, the point is, like, these people, they all claim to love America. They claim to. But America, in its form, when it is actually being exercised as it is written in the Constitution, they fucking hate this country. I <laughs> know. They not- fucking hate America. <laughs> What's the deal with politics? I don't get it. Am I right, people? Um, should we do something else? Yeah. All right. Yes. <laughs> A clone cast, clone cast. Eric's draft. Oh, it's Garrick's Drafts. Garrick's Drafts. <laughs> okay, so Garrick has taken a break from Twitter. And so instead of doing Tweet of the Week, um, you know, we can do Tweet of the Week next week. Maybe, uh, you know, some people, now that Garrick's, we can, yeah. we can. But Garrick was on Instagram and just sending, he sent me 44 drafts. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we boiled it down. These are Instagram themed ones because okay. he's been on Instagram. So we boiled it down to like 10 of these. So I'm just going to, I'm going to fire them off at you and you tell me which one your favorite one is. But Garrick has been very busy on Instagram messaging me tweets that he would have been sending so um this is right after the queen died british fitness twitter is in mourning right now they're never in mourning (laughs) okay uh here's a good one everyone on instagram is in their whore era even the gardeners especially the gardeners Uh, playing around with taking thirst traps in black and white and they look bad. I look like a missing person or an autopsy photo. (laughs) (laughs) Loneliness on Instagram is looking at horoscope pages after binge eating Pop-Tarts after watching a few cooking videos. (laughs) Garrick is very lost on Instagram. He's like, I don't know why I'm here. Um, astrology pages on Insta whip ass. Apparently, I'm a good boy. The best boy. Everyone else is, in fact, wrong. And that's on them. Angel Smiley. (laughs) (laughs) The nice thing about the Clonecast Garrick's draft segment is some filthy Instagram account won't steal it from Twitter for easy clout. (laughs) Whenever I'm afraid that I'm corny or behaving extra, I'm comforted by the fact that there's some straight bro out there behaving even worse after a breakup on his Instagram story. (laughs) Uh, I quite like this next one. Lord, grant me the strength to not look at the Christina Hendricks pages on Instagram. Keep me on the gay and narrow as you intended. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. (laughs) Instagram needs a big no button for when I see Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man edits on photos of Harry Styles. (laughs) Garrick is going full Instagram. Um Here's the final one. All the extreme sports bros love using the same M83 songs for their Instagram reels. <laughs> it's either Midnight City or Outro. <laughs> so that's a... Uh, there was 44 of them. We just kept it to the Instagram-themed ones because that's where Garrick's been. I'm sure he'll release a lot of them when he returns to Twitter. 
and we may do Garrick's drafts again. Sure. But <laughs> there's some good ones out there, too, that we haven't there. even got to. Uh, what's your favorite? I like the horny gardener one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those gardeners are sluts. <laughs> <laughs> so we're very excited to present to you Garrick's drafts for the first time. <laughs> These are the unreleased Garrick bombs. Just absolute just rippers that he's keeping <laughs> just for the clone cast. So that's very exciting. We're very proud of it. We're very proud to present Garrick's drafts. Um, what else do we got to talk about? I think that's... Does that sound yeah, we are. Yacht, 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 yacht. Bop, 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 bop. Chibata bread. Okay, what do we got here? Gotta get my sheet. Okay, so... Uh, this is a Star Wars podcast, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. This is the longest we've ever gone. Yeah. We should have probably talked before we hit record. <laughs> we gotta we gotta bring back that timer. <laughs> <laughs> that timer that does absolutely nothing. Uh, season 2, episode 4. Always 2 there are. Interesting. It aired October 28th, 2015. Uh, for the sake of time, I will just say it. It's still the hills by the and the Martian is back at number one on yeah, the box office. Right. It is. It's. Uh, it has returned. Uh, so we'll do a clone cast recommends. Uh, Adam, do you want to do your song first? Or you want me to do my song? Uh we can do mine first. All right, let's do yours. So, do you anything you want to say about it? Yeah, preamble. Uh, I got into. I found a '90s indie rock playlist on Spotify that I was like churning through. Sure. So naturally, there's your. You know your 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 most recurring characters that pop up when you do that the cardigans came up Ooh, yeah love fool came on and i love that song that's a great song and as i was like like happened upon the cardigans uh just spotify page and another song played i think pretty close to the next up after love fool and it was delightful and so I, this is the cardigans yes and is not love fool no Let's take a listen. Hit it. Ooh, a little flute. What is this song called? It's called Sick and Tired. Sick and Tired. Have you ever heard this before? No. Isn't it phenomenal? It really is. I quite love 90s alt. Um, one of my favorite bands, no lie, is the Cranberries. I love Cranberries the Cranberries. Cranberries are great. Yeah. Dolores you know what? Do you know what the best part about the Cranberries and the Cardigans are? What? They aren't Nazis. Yeah. Which is not what you can say about Ace of Base. <laughs> <laughs> not really the same type of band. No, well, the sign. You've, have you just been waiting to say an Ace of Base joke? Well, they were also in the 90s alternative rock playlist. That's not alternative. They were pop. Yeah. They were top 40 pop. Yeah. Um, well, this is a good one. All right. The Cardigans. The Cardigans. I dig Sick. it. 
and tired. I'm gonna have to get a uh, zombie, uh, maybe a ode to my family. What's your favorite cranberry song? Do you have a favorite? Come on, zombie. Really? Yeah. I'm an ode to my family guy. Ode to my family's good. Dreams good, linger. Oh, cranberry's what turned me linger. on to them. I keep yeah. coming back. Okay, my song is actually a rap song. Um, ah. I tripped back across this. Um, I went into Apple Music for some reason. I can't remember, but I had it in there. And there's a bunch of songs I haven't listened to in a long time in Apple Music. Back when you had to, uh, pre-Spotify era, uh, where you would actually, if you wanted to listen to something, you'd pay like 99 cents. Or rip a CD. Yeah, or rip a CD. Um, so this is back when I spent... You know, I would randomly, oh, I like that song. I want that one. And I'd buy 99 cents. It added up after a while. But um, I tripped across this song, and it is an absolute banger. This is K9, Hurt Me Tomorrow. Um, I love it. <laughs> Let me know. Are you ready for it? Yeah. This Let's ain't do it. A good time, but when is it <laughs> <ever>? <laughs> I know the perfect time. And baby, that's so he doesn't want her to break up with him. Ain't the night for sorrow. Yes! It's on you. Oh. Let's listen to the lyrics. Oh, he's got a good one. I used to be a strange fruit, Billy Holiday. A strange group, Billy Holiday. I tried to question our direction, that was my mistake. I had to ask you where we're going, baby, Marvin Gaye. I used to do it like some nights. He's referencing other songs, Marvin Gaye. Very cool. Sinatra, my way. So, what do you think of the song? Um. I think it's like 2006. 2012. Oh, okay. And what year were you driving around? 2012. <laughs> oh, listen to that. It's so good. This song is heavily underrated. The fact that this was not number one in America is a sin. This is the greatest song of all time. Oh! All right, let's listen to this part. I'm going to fast forward a little bit because I like this part. You bring me to my knees, Nancy Kerrigan. What a line. Boom! Then he comes back with it. Anyways, that's my song. Oh, so that's I think the lyric canine hurt me tomorrow. I feel like the lyric would hit more if it was "You bring me to my knees, Steve Galuli." But <laughs> well, Nancy's the one that fell to her knees yes. because she got clubbed in the knee by yeah, Steve Galuli. But you bring me to my knees, Steve Galuli. He's the one that brought Nancy to her knees. Stop criticizing canine. <laughs> <laughs> Kanan, Kanan. I think it's Kanan. I don't yeah. know. I could be wrong. But that's my song, Hurt Me Tomorrow by Kanan. Congratulations. Oh. oh. It's very catchy. Is that catchy? Yeah. It's a catchy it's song. Very catchy. Yeah. Top 10 song all time. At least right now for this moment. I'll probably change my mind later. Whatever. Um, so, I don't know. We're at about uh, two hours. Um. <laughs> Should we get into the episode? That timer does make a difference. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I don't think it does. Yeah, let's get into it. I don't think it does. Hey, there right. you. Let's do it. Sister Cindy is strapping it on and coming to peg you. <laughs> this ain't a good time. But when 
Mountains again. Mountains, Gandalf. Cape area. Okay. We are back. Here we go. We are back in action. And now we actually are going to talk about Star Wars. On the Star Wars podcast. <sighs> Why did I crumple my notes again? <laughs> Was I angry? You're riddled with anxiety right now. I spent too much on that fucking set. <laughs> you want to talk through it? No. Let's just, we should probably talk about the episode. People. Once it arrives, you're going to feel a lot better. My first note says CR90 Corvette Orgy. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, I could have bought like four of those. <laughs> what am I doing here? I don't even like the Millennium Falcon that much. Yeah, you do. Nah, it's all right. But I got that set. It's fine. Once that thing gets here, you're going to change your tune pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, just because I'm... Yeah. You know, I'll get really excited. Can I open one of those, like, uh, can I open that uh, down in the basement storage where I put some of our stuff? You got those uh, helms down there. You got the Luke Skywalker one that you pre-ordered. Oh, is that one mine? Yeah, that's you you ordered it and they delivered it to my. Do you even know what you have? I don't anymore. No, it's mine. (laughs) (laughs) I got to get a consolation price here for spending. (laughs) No, it's mine. Yeah, you got a Luke Skywalker set down there. The head, the red... Uh, yeah, 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 The Red uh, 5 helmet. The Red 5 helmet. And then you also have, I think, a Mandalorian helmet down there. It's funny. I walked by those as I was like going to get a beer, and I saw that in that container, and I was like, why hasn't he built that yet? Yeah, you think I would. <laughs> yeah. You know what I should have done? I should have just cracked open that TIE Interceptor there and just moved on with my life. You still can. Ooh. Sitting right there. Have you looked at that set? The TIE Interceptor? Yeah, have you looked at it? Yeah, it's great. It's a good set. Yeah. I'm excited to review Resistance. I oh, think that's going to be an interesting era for the Clone cast. I cannot cast. wait. Garrick will be excited about that. <laughs> yes. Garrick is a uh, renowned Resistance stan. Oh, we haven't, so we haven't even talked about... So I'm excited to get to Resistance, but I forget what's going on this last week, but we got some new trailers. Tales of the Jedi? Tales of the Jedi. I will say this. I think Tales of the Jedi we are going to have to do a full episode on. It's... Yeah. I mean, that's basically a Clone Wars. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to do that. Did you see the new trailer to Mandalorian? Yes. Mandalorian Season 3? The one thing I'm kind of confused about, uh, it's Bo-Katan on the, I guess it's kind of like a throne Yeah. At, in Sindari, but that's different than the Duchess Room that we've come to know and love. Now, the Duchess Room did have the windows blown out in the fight with... Uh, well, did you see... So, I, I saw a freeze frame someone did in the trailer... So the big bubble that the Duchess is throwing up, is, yeah. it's collapsed and it's shattered. Well, that's the bubble itself is Sundari. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a massive... I mean, it's not just like... It's a huge... Yeah. It's an entire city. But I I don't know where Bo-Katan is sitting at that point. It could be Maybe outside that, of Sundari. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I really wanted to see that room. I know. You know? And I... like. For the love of God, can somebody say fucking Satine in live action Star Wars? Like, can they just do a name drop? Like, I, I'm, I'm beyond the point of, like, thinking that they're going to bring in, like, Kate Blanchett or Nicole Kidman for some sort of, like, 
flashback scene. Like, obviously, we're not going to get that at this point. Have they even said your sister in The Mandalorian? Have they referenced your sister talking to Bo-Katan? I think I'm due for a Mando rewatch, but I don't think so. I know. It's insulting. Oh, it's a rough one. She is one of the best characters of all time. Yeah, she's got tortellini in her hair. Oh, God. I just want to take her headdress off, make love to her, and then we can cook the headdress while we're making love. And then we go back and we go, ooh, tortellini. But we got that. We got, uh, I, I didn't see what the date is, but we got an official release date for Bad Batch. January 4th. January 4th, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Happy New Year. We got a new uh, trailer for Andor. I am getting fucking amped for Andor. Andor is going to be fucking balls to the wall excellence. I, oh, I. Yeah. I am surprised at how excited I am for Andor. Yeah. Every time I see Mon Mothma. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, should we talk about this show? Uh, oh, yeah. We got a Star Wars Rebels show to talk about. Yeah. Okay. So we open up. Um, now, as we know, the last episode, uh, Rex and uh, Gregor and Wolf um, kind of. Um, we saw Rex bored. The ship and is reunited with Ahsoka. We don't. I don't know what Gregor and Wolf are doing at this point. So, it's it isn't spelled out, but I did, in the behind the scenes, someone did reference the fact that they um, their walker is out of commission, but there took is, some damage. But there is one Imperial walker left, and Wolf and Gregor made that one their new home. So they're still on the same planet. Oh, they did jack that Imperial walker. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, Zeb jumped in there and did the old, the the three uh the uh three Stooges routine. Yeah, they cut whoop, cut it whoop, with the, yep. boom. Yeah. Um. Okay, that's cool. But do you think the Empire is going to come back for that? You'd think. You'd think. Also, they got to come back and save Callus. Yeah, Callus and the one ATAT driver, <laughs> and they also <laughs> left Wavy Arms guy. Yeah. Uh, he's dead. I think <laughs> he died on the sands. Um. But yeah, where we start off though, we got a uh, we got an opening shot. It's just like a CR ninety Corvette orgy. Now, uh, Tantive Four, as you may know, is a CR ninety Corvette. These are the blue boys, though. I love the blue color yeah. scheme on these. Like that is a UCS set that I want. I want a Rebels era blue. Just the fucking uh, the the Sato the Sato Phoenix crew. I want a Phoenix crew CR ninety UCS. That's what I want. What if they did it to scale where you could dock your your ghost right into the side unit of it? Yes. Yeah. That'd be fucking dope. Yeah, and like um I actually almost made a TikTok of that shot because it looks like they're having sex. <laughs> yeah. It does. Like the the docking of the ghost with the Sierra 90 Corvette, it looks like penetration. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I took a screenshot and Disney Plus on my computer black it blacks it out. Yep. Like, I don't know how to get a good screenshot, so. You have to take a picture of your computer screen. Oh, God. What is this? They haven't figured out how to block that yet. What is this, 2015? <laughs> Anyways, um, so there's a bunch of CR90 Corvettes. The ghost is docked. It's looking cool. Um, we get to the interior of the ghost, and we got Rex and Zeb playing Space Chess. Now, you know the name of Space Chess. What's it called again? Uh, Dejeric. I call it Space Chess. Yeah. But they're playing space chess. Um, Ezra and Kanan are heading off to do some training. And Kanan's like, well, you know what you could do? You could just lift Chopper for training today. And Chopper took offense. Um, Chopper's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
we don't really know what Chopper says, but Ezra's starting to understand Chopper. It's like the first person that took time to understand Chopper. <laughs> yeah. Hera and Ezra now are the only two that have ever took time to understand Everyone Chopper and what Chopper's saying. Desperately trying to yeah. be understood. Like with Zeb, like, Zeb's just like, shut up, you bucket of bolts. Later in the episode, Zeb, Zeb is literally like, yeah, well, there you go. I'm never going to understand you. So it's very strange. But Ezra's starting to understand Chopper. It is but, cute. It is cute that Zeb and Rex are becoming fast friends. They're the they ones are. playing Dejeric. They're very they're bonding. Yeah. Yeah. Um so uh Sabine is also sitting there, and Ezra's actually right there in the middle of the ghost is gonna do some training to try to lift Chopper. Um and Sabine's like, hey, lock down. So Chopper engages the old uh the magnets and just kind of like, yeah, like he can't be moved. And Ezra starts reaching out with the Force, cannot lift him. And our first clip is going to be the fallout of that. And we come to understand that Kanan and Rex, despite the good vibes they left us with, still not seeing eye to eye on a lot of things. So let's take a listen to our first clip of the episode. I can't. I, I can't do it. Hey, kid, while you're looking through the Force, don't forget to look with your eyes, too. The droid's got his feet locked down. <laughs> it's not fair Real battles usually aren't The Jedi general I served Combined the force with his wits And it made him a great warrior Ezra's got plenty of wits What he needs is more discipline Well, then you better let a soldier handle that Excuse me? Sabine, I have a mission for you and Chop Thanks to Captain Rex I found an old base Where we might be able to salvage some much needed medical supplies Zeb, hmm. huh? you should go too. Better find the med supplies quick. Captain Wits is about to need them. Ha ha ha. So there's where the boy's lack of discipline comes from. Hmm? You're saying I lack discipline? Yeah, that's exactly what I said. Here we go again. <laughs> Funny, but a soldier's discipline can't compare to a Jedi's. It takes far more discipline not to fight. Oh, so you're just gonna ask the Empire to lay down their weapons and give up. No, that isn't what I meant. What I meant is Ezra's got to learn to stay in the moment. Be present. You got it, Ezra? Ezra! Hey, you wouldn't assign this mission. I assign myself. I'd rather deal with the dangers out there than stay in the crossfire here. Okay, so Ezra just kind of like sneaks off while Kanan and Rex are just arguing with each other over like just petty bullshit and uh, hops in the Phantom and he is going to head off with Chopper, Zeb and Sabine. They're going to go on this mission to hopefully get some extra medical supplies from this abandoned base. So the Phoenix crew so much wasted just. So much wasted stuff in this new empire. Oh, yeah. Like just like this base when we get there, it's like. You could use this for something. Well, once you have unlimited power, yeah, I guess. you stretch yourself a little bit thin. Apparently. This is like the equivalent of like a guy who's owned a TV for two years, but then they release like, uh, you know, it's a sixty hertz refresh rate, and like he's like, I got a new one hundred and twenty, and instead of like putting it on Craigslist or even just giving it to somebody. They take the TV off the wall and they just throw it in the yard. Yeah, and exactly. then they hope some, you know, maybe one day it will disappear. Yeah, or you know what else? It's like it's like um, if you are a global superpower that happens to uh -oh. invade a country uh -oh. Uh -oh. that you had no fucking business being in, uh -oh. and you stay there for twenty fucking years, uh -oh. and then somebody with some fucking sense comes along and is like, you know what? We should get the fuck out of here, and you just cut tail and fucking run like you should have done a long time ago 
you happen to leave a few helicopters behind. Are you and med supplies? Adam is in the middle. We're you know Adam is in the middle of a Biden apology tour right now. (laughs) He's beef up and it's starting, and I'm losing it. Like on a dime. Yeah, I said it last week, man. He's the best president I've ever had in our lifetime. I mean, it's kind of a low bar. I mean, it's not like we're living in the FDR here, but you know. Yeah, we'll take what we can get. Yeah, I but so know. I am surprised that the Phoenix crew is back to shitting on Ezra so regularly now. The Phoenix crew, yeah, the Ghost crew, the Ghost crew, yeah. Well, they're part of the Phoenix crew now. Listen, look at Adam. Just he buys one omnibus, and now he can talk about <laughs> the fucking Phoenix because he's in seventies era X Men. <laughs> that should be in there. Uh, the Phoenix. Saga. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That Jean Grey. Yeah, what's the what's that crew that she's a part oh, of? Oh, I'd like to take Jean Grey home and introduce her to my parents. The I Fancy Pants Squad? Oh. Or what's that that group? Take that, Eliza. <laughs> Jean Grey's not a blonde. Not my type. Oh, you know who's a saucy manx in there? You mentioned it earlier when you were trying to cheer me up about the horrible purchase I just made. <laughs> Storm. Storm is so hot. Storm is she like... really is. I have a... I bought a, uh, a like an X Men Hasbro figure just because Storm looked hot. Yeah, it's like, what are you gonna do, Tom? It's a six inch figurine. She's a dish. She is so. When you look at like the X Men '90s cartoon, they're so fucking hot. <laughs> I know. Storm, Rogue, Jean Grey, they're so hot. That cartoon made me a man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that cartoon will put hair on your chest. <laughs> Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> uh, the ghost crew. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody's shitting on Ezra. Now they're shitting the on Ezra again. He's only saved their lives like 50 fucking times. Wow, that's probably a bit and liberal. Surprisingly, Rex and Kanan are butting heads. I don't know. Kanan's, Kanan's got like 20 years of just built up aggression towards anything that looks like fucking Django Fett. Yeah. So it, it makes sense. But you think Rex at this point. The fact that he clearly pointed out, like, I don't have that chip that made us do the shit. He might try to tiptoe around some of that stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I, just, I kind of feel like Kanan would have, would have let go. But at the same time, I don't know. He had quite a traumatic experience with Order 66. So I, it's probably not that easy for him. But yeah. you think he would. He probably at least trusts him now. Like, Despite- they're going to argue about semantics and, like, oh, let's do things this way or this way. But. It's not like he's looking over his shoulder when Wex is in the room, yeah. I don't think. So, okay. Um, so, yeah, but Ezra's heading off with the rest of the Ghost crew and the Phantom. Um, and the Phantom arrives at this old Republic space station. It's a perfectly good space station just floating there, just hanging out, just vibing. I forget exactly what episode it was, but there was the episode in Clone Wars where... The Separatists were going to attack one of these medical stations. I don't think it's the same one, but it it's the same model of medical station. Do you remember that one? I think it was the... I the, remember with the docking and stuff, and like they were coming in too hot in that one episode. Yeah, yeah I think it was similar to that yeah. one. Yeah. The, I, I will say this. And this is not a shot at Star Wars, but their space stations are a complete ripoff of Star Trek space stations. <laughs> I'm sorry. They just are. Man, have you ever seen in uh, Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock? No, oh. I think I've only seen Wrath of Khan. It's so good. Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. You well, so you've seen Spock die in Star Trek Two: Wrath of Khan. Spoilers. Yes, yes, I have. It was released in '84. <laughs> I don't know. You know how they shoot him out of the torpedo into the fucking uh, that Genesis planet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they 
he's reborn. <laughs> like, of course. Yeah, of course. But, like, they get word that, like, we're retiring the Enterprise, um, come back to San Francisco, you're parking it at this space station, you're done, right? Kirk's like, nah, <laughs> fuck that shit. You don't fuck with William Shatner. That guy got away with murder, okay? Like, they don't know, like, did you hear about his wife? Yeah, she drowned in the pool. She drowned in the pool, but he didn't call for like hours or something. And yeah, he was, yeah, I don't he know. Was too upset. You don't fuck with him. <laughs> <laughs> He's nuts, man. <laughs> but they're at the the Enterprise is docked in the space station, set to be retired. And there's the new NCC two thousand, the USS Excelsior, Excelsior class starship. Whoa, Excelsior class is such a beaut. Trans warp drive. Um, yeah, they they they. They run off like a crew of five skeleton crew, like the original crew runs off to go save Spock on this planet. And it, man, I, I the USS Excelsior is one of the cool. All right, let's move on. I'm just, <laughs> this is a mess. Um. So, yeah. OK, so they arrive at this space station. It looks like Star Trek, whatever. Rex gave them some codes. They're able to open the bay doors and dock in there. Uh, Rex's codes still work. Um. We get Zeb. There's a lot of insults of Chopper and Ezra. Like, they're just shitting on these two for some reason. I don't know why Ezra gets shit on in the previous scene, and now Zeb's shitting on Chopper for being... I don't I wouldn't fuck with Chopper, personally. Yeah. That's like fucking with William Shatner. He seems dangerous. Chaos agent. You don't know what's going to happen. Um, But it's in this moment when Zeb kind of, like, throws a jab at Chopper, and Chopper barks back. Ezra says what he's saying. I can't remember what he said, but Ezra is you you get the impression that Ezra is actually learning to speak Chopper. Yeah, he says something and Ezra's like, "Come on, Chopper, it's not that creepy. It's just dark." Yeah, and and Zeb's like, "You learned how to talk to this bucket of bolts?" It's like, "Dude, bucket of bolts blowing shit up all the time." Yeah. Legendary. He's proved himself very useful in yep. the past. So there's no power on the ship though at this point. Running on life support only. On this space station. Um, so they come to this main corridor door in the bay. And Zeb just uses his muscle to open it. Um, and so they're back in the main corridor. And they're going to be heading there. they got to find these med supplies. They're going to head for the command center. Sabine goes off on her own for half a second. And just tags a random wall. Yeah. I don't understand why. She's the the Phoenix insignia. Yeah, the rebel Phoenix insignia. But it's like, what was the point? I, to show that you were there. I guess. I know. <laughs> it's, it's a little... It's yeah. like, all right, we get it. You like spray painting things. <laughs> um, I like Sabine, by the way. That's not a shot at her. I just think it was kind of like, okay. Yeah. But I think they put this in because there is just a quick scene there where she's tagging this wall, and there's this small probe droid just watching her. <laughs> I call him a rascal droid. Yeah, it's a little rascal. <laughs> now, think your Imperial probe droid, only a rascal. <laughs> So you got your Imperial probe droid that lands on Hoth, or we saw one just, you know, last week on Rebels. Just um, imagine that, but a scamp version yeah. of it. Just a rascal. <laughs> it's a little rascal. Yeah. Um, She kind of like looks and like, oh, what the fuck's going on here? But I, I don't know. Nobody sees the small probe droid. Um, But we do notice that this small probe droid, after he spots um Sabine, Page is a woman, and you hear a woman say, lead him to me, or something like that. Um, so the ghost crew then arrives at the command center, and Chopper restores power to the entire station. Chopper is a very handy little fella. Um, and our next clip is actually going to be the next scene where we get to uh, 
old Constantine Constantine, whatever the fuck his name is, uh, Callus, and the fifth brother. They're on a star, uh, a star destroyer, and they're discussing the situation. And it's going to be our next clip. Let's take a listen. These mystics are unnecessary. I don't know why Lord Vader insists on sending them. Agent Callus, I may have something. A power surge at a decommissioned medical station in Sector 11. Could be rebels. Could be anything. A malfunction or even scavengers. No. I sense those we seek. One of your disturbances, I assume. Very well. Admiral, set a course for this medical station. Your assistance is unnecessary, Agent Callus. I shall go alone. Okay. So, uh, fifth brother, going at it alone. Doesn't want anything to do with Callus and Constantine, Constantine, Casanova, Constantine, Calla, Calico Cat. Um, okay, so we get back to Chopper. It is interesting to hear him talking about like these mystics and the fact that the Empire isn't necessarily on board with the weird religious zealots that Vader is involved with. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a it's laying the groundwork for the attitude of A New Hope when they're like, you're the last one of your dead religion, this yep. and that. And Vader's like, fuck you, motherfucker, and just choking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, they're... Um, they're kind of like us. We're godless atheists, and we've, uh, you know, we've we've let go of our faith, um, and now we're horribly off. We're wrong. We're not, wrong. Not looking back. Yeah, not looking back, but we're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Someday, some evangelical pastor is going to show up on my doorstep, and he's going to lift branches with his mind. By the time we get to resistance, yeah. we're going to be born again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, how does this talk? How do, how does this episode take a Christ-centered approach? <laughs> To Star Wars. Okay, so Fifth Brother is heading uh, all by himself to this space station where they've had this power surge. Man, they're really monitoring everything in the galaxy, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. They're just looking for a power signal. <laughs> yeah. We need a power surge. They're so bored. <laughs> they've crushed all resistance that they're just looking for random power surges in the vast universe. <laughs> Do you think they told the Fifth Brother, like, hey, while you're out there, there might be some med supplies? Like, why don't you... Take a look around and bring some back for us, too. Yeah, I don't know. They seem very wasteful. They probably don't care. Um, but, yeah, so Fifth Brother's heading on their own. Um, so we get to Chopper in the command center. He ends up shutting everything down except for the terminal that he is working on. Um, the inventory files are corrupted, though. Um, so they're unable to locate the exact uh, spot where these medical supplies are at. So Chopper is going to stay in the command center, and the rest of the crew is going to head out and search for some supplies. Um, they start walking through the corridor, and Zeb is taunting Ezra. He's like, why don't you use your Jedi skills to locate supplies? And Ezra's like, well, um, it doesn't quite work that way, but uh, I am a more, uh, uh, I'm wiser than you, and you're an idiot, is basically what he says. <laughs> like, we're back to the Zeb and Ezra fighting yeah. with each other. Like, just randomly, just we're going to plug this back into the dynamic now. Uh, we hadn't heard it a ton in, like, I don't know, half a season. Is this where is this where Ezra also says he's faster than, than him, and that's where Zeb, like, takes offense? Yes. So, yeah, Ezra's like, I'm also faster than you. And then they just take off running throughout the corridors of this abandoned space station. Um, so It's they also funny that Sabine is basically using a regular maglite flashlight yeah like it's nothing like it's not a space flashlight or anything it looks like it yes. runs on double a's no yeah i mean that thing is 
It's a big old fucking thing that you've seen. I mean, you probably got one in your house. I use them at the cabin. Yeah, you're, if your power goes out, they come in handy. Yeah. Those things come in real handy. I do um, like the animation. Like, the way that they have animated the, like, darkened space station is cool. Yeah. It did remind me. It, did you ever play Dead Space? Yeah. Um, PlayStation 3. It reminded me a little bit of that. You know what I like about... And, and there is a horror vibe to this episode where it's like this creepy... And they have like this ambient sounds that are kind of yeah. creepy. Um, we'll get to a scene with Chopper here coming up where he's like, what's going on? You know, yeah. He's kind of looking like, what was that noise? But you did mention something that it has been a long, long time since we even fucking broached this subject. But... <laughs> It's battery talk. Yeah, it is. You mentioned a Maglite battery. I, I I would be unbecoming of us to not bring up battery talk. So happy you still had it loaded yeah. up. Yeah. Oh no, I tap danced a little bit there to keep this going. <laughs> I had to pull it. But battery talk. So we got Maglite flashlights. So she's using the mini Maglite. That yeah. takes your double A. That takes your double A. But do, have you ever seen the one that, like, the 90s cops used to beat people in the back yes, of a skull? Yes, the one with? if you wanted to club somebody and break their orbital bone. That yeah. one took, like, four Ds. Oh, like, yeah. that one was a weapon unto itself. Now, are you more of a D battery guy or a C battery <laughs> we guy? We have the same conversation Every single time we bring there's up not battery much. Chat. There's not much to battery talk. That's the reason we don't do it that oh, often. I like your big boys. You like the D's. I like the, D's. Yeah. I like the C's. Yeah, but when you hold that big old flashlight, you hold it under underhanded. Yeah, you hold it into the driver's side door right before you beat him in the face. <laughs> there's something powerful about that. There's nothing like something that has a functional purpose. So, like <laughs> you know, like. You got a flashlight. Like, this serves a real legitimate purpose. Not only purpose. are the batteries powering the light bulb, yeah. they're also uh, adding to the heft yeah. of the weight of the club that the like, guy's using. Yeah, I'm just saying, there's nothing like a uh, a weapon that serves a real purpose. Yeah. You know, you, you get the light from it, actual purpose, but if you need to defend yourself, you got the weapon there. It's yeah. a club. It's like a baton. Yeah. Not that little not that little mag light that Sabine's using. She's no. she's gonna be able to club the rascal. She's with got that like guy. the she's got like the little mag light that you would see on the X Files when like Mulder and Scully like go into like a dark little hallway and you're like these are the best flashlights that yeah. you got. Until the at some point in the nineties, one movie or TV show figured out that those little mag lights if you were holding a pistol, you could move that one on the yeah. other side. Yeah. And it looked really fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it when they put the mag light and the, the combination is pretty bad. It's so funny. The stock of the mini mag light went up exponentially yeah. the second after that episode aired. Is mag light a publicly traded company? <laughs> I don't know. Big mag light. But they, it's so funny. Mag light as a brand, they run the gambit from like. The giant flashlight that police club people with to the one that you put on your keychain that's like the size of your pinky finger that takes like watch batteries. Oh, yeah. I like batteries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, I don't know, it's been a while, but uh, what's your favorite battery then? <laughs> well, then we'll move on. Then we'll move on. Just what's your, if you got to pick one, what's your favorite? Well, versatility wise. It's got to be your double A. Those things yeah. go on everything. There's a lot going on with those double yeah. A's. 
That's uh, like your yeah. Although uh, Nine Volt is an unsung hero of yeah. '90s toys. Yeah, that guy got plugged into a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and had the little uh, little harness that you'd put on it. It was like a little yeah. rectangle. You take it out of the chamber. And yeah, it had a little like patch that yeah. came out on two wires. <laughs> the leather patch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that leather patch. Affixed to the top. Yeah. Now yeah, I'm going to tell you what my favorite is. I like double A's that are rechargeable for an RC car. Yeah. So they're like they're you know that it's eight double A's, but they got that fancy yellow tape <laughs> like, around it. They're like saran wrap. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got the little two wires that come on. It's <laughs> yeah, got that yeah. unique little plug to seat into the plug. I remember even at, that's at, my favorite. Even as an eight year old, I, I touched those two wires and I was like, I'm going to break this. Yeah. Like, this is too fragile. Yeah, for me it's to very. Use. But man, it felt good when you put that thing on the big old charger. Yep. And you just, you know, you charge it up overnight and, and you got you a full it. battery in the morning. Sometimes you plug oh. it you plugged it back into the car and there's just a slight charge that would like make the wheels move. Just but like it wasn't enough. Bit. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. This is the worst show of all time. <laughs> this is the dumbest fucking podcast. This is so dumb. Have <laughs> we brought you back from the break yet? No, I'm still shot. fucking horribly depressed. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing making that offer. What the fuck's wrong with me? Did I get ripped off? No. Really? Just wait till you get it. You're going to be singing praises. This is going to be great. Oh, man. In pop culture news, Lily James debuted Copper Hair um, at the Emmy Awards. All right. Just heads up on that. Um, and Flonase defeats allergy and headaches fast. Okay. Uh, what were we talking about? Dead space, bag lights. Everything sucks. Okay, yeah, Ezra and uh, Zeb, they kind of run through the halls. And, you know, they're being they're being real boys. Like, they're, they're, they're children. I mean, we know Ezra's basically a child, but, like, Zeb must be, like, four years old, right? Yeah. Like he's got to be like there. We need to learn about Lasat aging process. He has some delayed adolescence going on, <laughs> or <laughs> or he got knocked in the head. That could be too. He's yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> he's literally like the last of his kind. Yeah, they're so fun. They're trying to baby <laughs> yeah. baby him a little yeah. bit. But. Um. Now, it should be noted that when they're running through Hall, we see them run past a room and the cargo is in there. So maybe they shouldn't be roughhousing and they should just be paying attention to the task and all the shit that we falls. Know yeah, like, we know where it is. Um, so Chopper is by himself in the command center and he's starting to spook himself out. This is Chopper's like the kid in the basement that's by himself. You know, and the, the lights are out, you know. <laughs> Kid in the basement. Yeah. I still go through that shit. Oh, I run upstairs still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just fly up the steps. Um, But we get, like, these eerie haunted house ambient sounds. Like, uh, shout out to, like, the sound engineers on this episode. Because, like, the vibe they put forth, it's good. Well, like, and yeah. I was even looking at, like, when, when Chopper is, like, rolling down the hallway. Uh-huh. Like, they synced up when he's going over debris with like a sound effect. Yeah. Like someone was doing like Foley work. Yeah. From a certain point of skew, our sister podcast actually had like one of the Foley work people. Really? On. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. The big time Foley gal for Lucasfilm. They had her on and they talked to her. Oh, crazy. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Does she do cameo? Um, 
You know, maybe, do you think it's time that we start doing guests? Maybe. We start interviewing people? We'd have to stop ranting about politics for 45 minutes. Well, I mean, we could do the interview separate, and then we just plug it in later. Yeah, there you go. And the episodes are just four hours long, then. <laughs> yeah. Who do we want to talk to, though? Who do we want? To, they'd be interesting. Foley work is up there. Foley work. There's also a lot of Star Wars TikTok folk that we could probably there get are. on that are TikTok influencers. Uh, Dave Filoni. We could try to get him. Yeah, I think that would be something that we should work the on. The creative I mean, director of Lucasfilm. The last time I saw him do an interview was on Good Morning America. So this yeah, we much, asked him about his hats. Yeah, <laughs> he did not respond. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, Clone Castanovas. If there's somebody um, that you would like to hear, let us know. Clonecastpod at gmail dot com at Clonecastpod on all the socials. I'd like to know who the Clone Castanovas would like to hear. Yeah, I'm pretty curious. Maybe there's some people we don't know about. But I mean. Like Dave Filoni, like that would be really cool. But let's be reasonable um, with our gets here. So maybe a particular like <laughs> yes. uh, influencer of some kind, maybe on social media. I think yeah. we're big enough to maybe pull that. Um, I don't know if I can interview somebody. Have you ever? You got any interview skills? Only you. Are you like Dick Cavett? You're, you're the only interview person. You're the only person I've ever actually interviewed. So right. Well, can, if I was, if if you were Dick Cavett. And I was um, the Foley artist. From no, I, I'm the guy that played like uh, one of the random bounty hunters that get killed by the crate dragons on uh, that planet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the Mandalorian. Yeah. What would you ask me? Um, okay, so you did a lot of work on the Mandalorian. Yes. Uh, were you ever molested as a child? <laughs> <laughs> Tonight on 2020. <laughs> Okay. Do you know what would be a great guest for our first Star Wars podcast guest? Let me guess. I don't know who. <laughs> the Tusken Raider actor that they hired specifically for The Mandalorian to do sign language because he's deaf. <laughs> do you know who that actually is? Who? <laughs> He won an Oscar. Yes, I know. It's the Coda guy. Yes, from Coda. Yes. <laughs> we can't get that guy. No, there's He's no way. He's way too big. <laughs> Troy, uh, Co Troy something. I forget yeah, his name. That's the whole idea. He's yeah. huge. Yeah, he's huge. No, we could definitely get, like, the other Tusken Raider that just stood there, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't know. We'll look at some people on Cameo. Yeah. Dude. There's some good ones on Cameo. Like, what do you think would be a reasonable price to pay for, like, a big guest? Like, how big? Like Sam Witwer. Oh, he's on Cameo? Yeah. Oh, man. He's the next wave. That's your big ticket item. Yeah, and I would totally get a Sam Witwer Cameo right now if I could return that fucking Falcon. <laughs> I was going to say, that's like the cost of a Falcon. <laughs> 80 bucks? <laughs> yeah. That's like 10 Falcons. <laughs> No, there's like 10 Sam Whitmer cameos for the fucking Falcon bullshit. Oh, man. I should have got that PayPal card. <laughs> I could have financed it. Oh, that's right. That's what I'm doing. I'm putting it on. That's how I justified it. I'm putting free. it on the interest-free card. Oh. Ah. We got to get through this episode. Nah. There's not, there's not much meat here. What time is it? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. <sighs> okay. So, um, yeah, Chopper's spooking himself out, get eerie haunted house sounds, and Chopper hears something. He's like, I'm going to go out in the hallway and investigate. Um, we see the probe droid kind of stalking him, sneaks behind him, and startles him. Chopper turns around and is like, 
This must have. I mean, it aired on October twenty eighth. Yeah, it's they clear were, what they were going they for. They were going here. for something. Yeah, this is the Halloween episode. Um, are you a big haunted house guy? <laughs> I hate haunted houses. When they like touch you and shit. Never mind. I, I you ever go in that haunted house at the state fair? No, I've never been in. I'm the kind of person that would go into a haunted house, and if somebody like jump scares me and touches me, I'll fucking punch them in the face. <laughs> like I'll fight back. Yeah, like, but hey, the agreement was you can scare me, but do not fucking touch me. There are new haunted houses now, like the Soap Factory in Northeast. Fuck that That's shit. In an abandoned soap factory that's supposedly haunted. But you have to like sign a release. Ahead yeah, because it's that intense. So the people will can like touch you and like fuck with you. Yeah, and, and like, the thing is, you when you go down in there, they got like the fucking pyramid head from Silent Hill, like slowly stalking it you. Doesn't sound like a good time. No, <laughs> who the fuck enjoys this shit? Like you got pyramid head slowly stalking behind you, so you can't stop. You have to go through. And then you got, like, crazy-ass motherfuckers. Uh, shit's terrible. I don't even watch horror movies. No. I don't want to be that invested in it. Well, um, so I guess we're not doing a clone casting of a spooky season. <laughs> That's not really our bag. I don't get it. I don't know. We could uh, we could live stream us going to the soap factory. Fuck that. <laughs> you would not get me down there. I'm game. I'm punching somebody there. <laughs> Let's go. I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight. Ever. I'm going to beat the shit out of Pyramid Head. I accidentally kill the guy. just beat him to a pulp. <laughs> I black out. <laughs> I go away for three years. We have to resume after I get out from my manslaughter charge. No, we just, we just have you call in from prison, and every five seconds you get that. Yeah. Like, you're speaking with an inmate at the yeah. Hennepin <laughs> County Correctional Facility. You know what would be great is if I was in prison, and I would be like, hey, Adam, can I? so can I just watch ahead when I have my Disney Plus time? And you're nope. like, nope, nope, nope. you got to wait till you get out. Stay with the schedule. <laughs> so I'm stuck on like season three, episode four <laughs> for my three year sentence. Um, but yeah, so Chopper goes on to investigate. Probe Droid jump scares them and they scream at each other like, Wee! but Probe Droid uh, eventually shocks Chopper and just knocks him out. Chopper is such a killing machine, but as soon as a little rascal pops up from him, just, just goes catatonic and gets shocked. Wild. Weird? Wild. Wacky stuff. He also like right away starts doing like an operation on Opera, like on Chopper while he's yeah. like alive. It's yeah. very grim. So Chopper's like knocked down, but he's still conscious, and he, he starts paging out to the rest of the ghost crew for help. Um, and Ezra's like, "Well, all right, we got to head back and help Chopper. Something's going on." And Ezra decides that instead of just running back, I think they've only been gone two minutes, but Ezra just can't resist an opportunity to go into vents. <laughs> he looks up and guess what's <laughs> yeah. there. He looks up and gives him vents. So Ezra goes in, Sabine goes in, and we see Zeb jump up there, but we'll figure out what happened to Zeb yeah. after this. So it's Ezra and Sabine. They, uh, they're the only ones that exit the vents, and they encounter the probe droid in the hall. Um, and as they're about to walk up to the probe droid, all of a sudden we see somebody behind them. And it is a new Inquisitor. Uh, it's a lady. It's a Miralilian. It's a it's a Luminara. Yeah, it's a Barisafi. But supposedly, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got the Morellian. Morellian. Similar skin tone. Is this six sister? Um, what sister number is this? Seventh. Seventh. It's seventh sister. Yeah, it's seventh. 
Seventh sister. The one in Kenobi is the fourth sister. Yep. We got fifth brother. Uh, second sister, I believe, is in Jedi Fallen Order. Correct. She's a minx. Um, I still got to play that game. Yeah, what's going on there? Whoa. Uh, we'll get around to it. We'll do it before uh, before the sequel comes out. Yeah. Definitely have to. Anyways. Um, There's a new Lego set associated with that, too. You could pick that guy up at Costco for deep. Well, I did tell myself as a means to try to stop myself from buying it on a whim that, Tom, you cannot buy this set until you complete the game. So I can't get the BD-8 until I complete the game. I got it for seventy nine ninety nine. Oh, Costco there. Yeah. Probably would have been better of me to just go buy that than getting this fucking felt. <laughs> I've never been so dejected about a purchase. Start- Usually I'm very like excited about these things. You started off kind of excited, but... I didn't think he'd accept the offer. <laughs> I'm just doing stuff for fun. This is good. I great. honestly didn't think I'd have to bust out a fucking card and make a huge purchase. It's going to be great. That was not the intent. The intent was to just participate in the uh, internet economy. And this guy fucking ruined it. Oh, that's a great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Ask me if I want the box. Yeah, I want the fucking box. You claim to be an adult collector and you're asking me if I want the box just shut down that profile yeah you don't know anything about lego my friend or maybe he's trying to hold on to the box because they save on shipping and then he's trying to flip the box for like 200 bucks oh he's a shifty one but i called your bluff (laughs) i win do you want to take over the notes (laughs) no because i'm on i'm on a fucking rant tonight i told mo i reached mo wanted was asking about doing the uh the episode of uh, uh rebel rising and i was like yeah let's do it and then I told Mo, though, I was like, I got a lot to talk about tonight. And it's <laughs> it's going to be a three-hour episode. This might... Uh, do you think... Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna power through here, but do you think this is going to be our longest episode? Probably. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Uh, Chopper, Ezra and Sabine, they encounter this Inquisitor. Now, it's a lady. Ooh, it's a minx. It's a lady. Oh, she is talking to me. <laughs> um, and we get a little bit of a fight. Ezra, quick to pull out his lightsaber and engage in a battle here. Sabine is dealing with two probe droids. These guys are they're true. They're rascals. Two rascals. Yeah. They're uh it's like trying to catch a mouse. Yeah. You know, we were talking about mice earlier. You try to catch that with your bare hands. Ain't happening. <laughs> they got some moves. Um they should try putting some peanut butter yeah. on a trap, and that might get them. <laughs> Put some peanut butter on the probe droids, just <laughs> beeline for it. <laughs> 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 Put a cracker on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> They're food-motivated probe droids. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> they start retreating, and they get cut off by Fifth Brother, who's now arrived. So they got two fucking Inquisitors to deal with. Uh, so they run away, and they're like, how many of these fuckers are there? They get to a blast door. They open it. Sabine jumps through, and the sister sister... Uh, begins grabbing Ezra with the force so he can't escape through the door. And Ezra just takes his lightsaber and stabs the fucking door, the blast door, so Sabine can escape. So full-on sacrifice. Self-sacrifice. Self-sacrifice. I know we're running late, but... Now it's over! Yeah, he gives a... He's like, hey, no, nah, I'm going to get. I'm gonna give Sabine some cover and get, a, get the fuck out of here. So Ezra is full-on sacrifice for Sabine. Very nice. Um, so, um, Sabine escapes, and our next clip is going to be Ezra and the Inquisitors. We're also going to get Sabine catching up with Zeb. Zeb is stuck in a, uh, 
<laughs> Seb's just stuck in the uh, the vents. He's been stuck there for like a good 15 minutes. And he's starting to have a panic attack. <laughs> yes, like, I'm the last of my kind. I'm going to die here. <laughs> Zeb's just going to die there. Um, and then we also get Ezra talking with Seventh Sister, do we determine? Yeah. Seventh Sister. So that is going to be our next clip. Let's take a listen. Such a noble act. Just like a Jedi. I'm learning. But not quite enough. I'm surprised to see you here. The kill is mine. Fifth brother immediately went to go, like, just kill him. We will use the boy as bait to draw in the others. Now find the girl. No! You and I are gonna have a talk. And if you're good, maybe some of your friends will survive. Zeb! Yeah, Zeb's just hanging ass out. Zeb! I don't want to die this way. I'm the last of my kind. Put him down, get him out of there. What's going on? I heard blasts. They've got Ezra. Who's got Ezra? Inquisitors. Two of them. One was bad enough. We need to get Kanan. No. If we send a signal, we could compromise the fleet. We have to try and save Ezra ourselves. How are we supposed to do that? I- I'm working on it. You handle a lightsaber well, Apprentice. Take some like command well, center and I've got some time if you wanted a lesson. You have great potential. But perhaps it is I that might teach you, as your master never achieved the rank of Jedi Knight. Did he? Maybe not. But he took out the last you Inquisitor. You got two for twenty at Applebee's. So I think I'll just stick with him. Yes. The death of the Grand Inquisitor was a surprise to all. Yet, it does present the rest of us with new opportunities. There are many hunting you now, all intent on killing you and your master. Does that frighten you? If you were going to kill me, you'd have already done it. Kill you? I have no plans to kill you. Yet. Okay, um... A couple of things to unpack there. One, does she have Spider-Man powers? Because when it cuts to her above Ezra, she's sitting like Spider-Man, perched uh, kind of above his head on the pedestal. I'm also curious about her voice. Yeah. Because we've heard of Marillion before, and they don't have any kind of... It's like she got the techno union decoder and put in like her larynx. I think uh, she does have a unique mask that closes over her face. I yeah, think I guess. that does make it a slightly echoey. She's hot. <laughs> Definitely in top 10 of cartoon characters I want to sleep with. We do have a who are you with her. I already got it. Damn it. Okay. We can I didn't it. try. We I didn't try, but it. I was just trying to get more information on her, and I tripped across it. The other thing that she did mention. <laughs> and her voice actor. Oh, she could get it, too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she could get it, too. The other thing she said, she said, you have great potential, but perhaps it is I that might teach you as your master never achieved the level of Jedi Knight. And you did? So she's insinuating. Is she insinuating that she was, that once, she a Jedi was once a Jedi Knight? I don't know. It's just kind of curious. I want to. That's part of Order sixty six that I want to see. Now I know that the Grand Inquisitor was a Sentinel at the Jedi Temple. Um. So one of the just basically, I'm very good at fighting people. Um. I'm just kind of curious. Like these, like dark Jedi. Now, I mean, they're not Sith because they would never be allowed to progress in that way. And if they got to a certain level of power, like Vader or Pelps would just kill yeah. them. 
But I'm just kind of curious, like, how did they survive Order 66? Like, was it just like, I, like, I, I want to see the actual moments. Like, yeah. it, this is such like a thing where it's like, we would need to see the actual moments of them being accepted into this particular role. Because, like, Order 66 was like, all Jedis were being shot on sight. We agreed just, like, sneaking up behind Yoda's going to take a pot shot at the yeah. poor little guy. Chopped his head off. But it's just, I, I really want to see those moments. You know, like, how did they escape it to get to this point, you know? Yeah. The actual it's interesting. Yeah, like, the actual moment of, like, oh, this person actually might be of use to us. Let's not kill this one. Well, and now we're at, we're starting to see it with her, the way she's talking to Ezra and stuff. Yeah. Like, we're starting to kind of see it, but it just never goes full f- all the way. Yeah, I don't know. They must have, like, escaped Order 66 and then, like, slowly were recruited and drawn back into the fray. Yeah. I don't know. Um... So we get to Fifth Brother searching the halls. Got two little rascals with him. There's rascals all over the place here. This place is lousy with rascals. Lousy with rascals. Um, and Sabine and Zeb are hiding in the hallway, but uh, he picks up on it right away. He's like, I can. He senses them immediately. Now Sabine, uh, of course, has charges just planted all over this hallway, and she goes to detonate them with her little thing, but they will not go off. She's hitting the button, and nothing happens. And while she's trying to hit it, we see the fifth brother just kind of picks them up with the force and just chucks them down the hall at Zeb and Sabine. And then they finally go off. So clearly he's using the force to stop them from detonating. Um, But it knocks them out cold. He picks up Sabine, and then he specifically says to the two little rascals, you can deal with the other one. He has no interest in the other one for some reason. Um, So we get Zeb fighting the probe droids. And they, like, jump on his head, and he actually does this move where one is on his head, and he just slams it into the wall. He, like, headbutts it. He headbutts it, yeah, in some, like, cargo it. or something. Yeah. And then he also, the other one gets destroyed by him just, like, grabbing and smashing it into the wall. Um, but it reminded me of, like, the first season of Dragon Ball Z when, like, the the the, uh, <laughs> the members, like, you had, like, Yamcha and, like, Krillin and, like, Tien. They all fought the Cybermen, which are just these, like, little things that, like, pop out of the ground. And it's just, like, they're super weak, all things considered, but they really struggle with the Cybermen. Yeah. Um, and t- I think Yamcha actually dies. It's kind of funny. But um, it reminded me of that because it's just, like, this tiny little thing that's just causing a ton of chaos. It's like... A- in Zelda, when you come up against the like the Chujubees or yeah. whatever, yeah, it's just chaos agents. Um, so after Zeb smashes one uh, against the cargo, headbutts the other one into the cargo and destroys it. He notices, oh, this is medical supplies that I'm slamming him into. So Zeb has found the medical supplies. So our next clip, though, is we're getting back to the command center. We got the Seventh Sister and Ezra chatting it up, and it's going to be our next clip. Why can you just not cooperate? Why do you compel me to inflict pain? You know we'll find the others, so why not just tell me where they are? Because, unlike you, I can shut up. You're like a broken protocol droid. Hmm. You hide your fear well. Poor child. If only you had the power to protect your friends. Shows what you know. I'm growing more powerful every day. Unfortunate there's no one left to train you. The Jedi of old are dead. Not all of them. We know about Ahsoka Tano. Who's Ooh, Ahsoka Tano? As pretty as you are. What? 
I only need you alive. That doesn't mean in one piece. Now, where's Ahsoka Tano? So, we now know that Ezra's being kept alive for information about Ahsoka. That little what is maybe my favorite moment yeah. of the episode. When she says, as pretty as you are, and Ezra just goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when you get, like, this teenage character and these weird, like, <laughs> villains that are going to talk in this kind of, like, you know. They, the villains, they have these, like, grandiose way of, like questioning people and stuff <laughs> yeah. and they're just being these like whimsical characters and he's just like what huh? like nobody talks like this like what are you talking about um i took it miss morris like him as a teenage boy like are you coming on <laughs> well i guess you could look at it that way too as pretty as you are yeah uh, what i mean she said that to me i'd immediately be like all right oh it's dark side <laughs> what's going on <laughs> to just take off your pants yeah, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um now, I got to say, Ahsoka would kick the shit out of either of these oh, two. Yeah. <laughs> like, just oh, fucking no off. Contest. The, like, we've, the last time we saw, well, clone cast-wise, the last time we saw Ahsoka fight in a lightsaber fight, she beat Darth Maul pretty handily. Yeah. Like, I think she can take out some fucking lackey-ass fucking Inquisitors that were like Jedi Knights, like fucking fighting on Megito or something yeah. like that. Like, yeah, Ahsoka can handle um, but anyways, uh, we get back to Zeb and he, uh, runs into Chopper as he's dragging these medical supplies. Um, he starts, he literally just, it's like a computer that's turned off. He just smacks Chopper on the ground and Chopper wakes up. Um, Zeb's like, Hey, I need your help. Um, Chopper finds it rich that Zeb needs his help. They're really playing up this Zeb Chopper kind of like we fight with each other all the yeah, time. It's fun. Yeah. Um, and we see Sabine being brought to the seventh sister by the fifth brother, um, the sister demands that they contact their rebel friends and have them come to the base. Um, and Ezra's like, I'm not helping you. Like, I don't know why you don't get this. I'm not helping you. But sister then tries to convince them that Zeb is actually dead. So she's really trying to make it seem like a hopeless situation, trying to get them to play along. Um, our next clip is going to be uh, Zeb and Chopper. And then we're also going to get a moment of Zeb, uh, who then pages into Ezra, and we get a reply. Um, so, that's our next clip. We're really moving now. You are mocking me, right? I can never tell. Everyone seems to know everything these days. Truth is, I don't really stand a chance going in alone. Much less with you. If we leave this space station, we will never see those kids again. I came here with them, and I'm not leaving without them. Hello, Spectre 6. Come in. Uh, do you read? This is Commander Meiluran. Answer him. Uh, Commander Meiluran, yes, yes, I can hear you. You missed your check-in. Am I correct in assuming mechanical difficulties have your craft stranded again and you're in need of help with repairs? Answer him. Commander, we, uh, we can handle everything. No need for you or the others. No. Commander, we changed our mind. We could use some help. Bring Kanan, and you better bring Ahsoka, too. Very well. Meet you in Bay 6. And don't worry. We'll fix everything. Just keep your chin up, and it'll all be fine. Okay. Once we have the others, we'll dispose of them both. Very slowly. So they're heading down to the bay. They 
go into this big landing cargo bay area. Chin up. Ezra's Chin talking up. to himself. What does that mean? He oh. looks up, and the phantom <clears throat> is up what? on the ceiling. <laughs> and Zeb is comically waving. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he does a two-handed wave. Yeah. And then he gives a thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> So shortly after oh, that, he was laying it on a little thick in that. He was like, just don't worry. Well, everything will be fine. Just keep your chin up. I love how he chose the name Commander Meluron. Yeah. <laughs> what a good fucking name. Yeah. Um, so right after that, though, uh, the probe droids kind of like senses something on their scanners, I'm assuming, and starts making some noise. And the Phantom jumps into action. The little rascal like is onto it from the get-go yes. and is like trying to tap their shoulders and yep. stuff but uh zeb in the phantom begins firing directly at the inquisitors um this gives uh sabine and ezra a chance um to kind of just gather themselves and possibly escape we see ezra quick force pull his saber from the sister um they then board the phantom so they're free he's got his lightsaber back they hop on the phantom and board it uh, Phantom starts trying to take off, but both Inquisitors reach out with the Force and grab it and stop it from leaving. Um, Sabine then starts taking shots at them, so the fifth brother has to take a few moments to block these shots. Um, and the sister cannot hold them alone, and the Phantom escapes just as the blast doors are closing. Um, Here's a moment where one of the little rascals, the one on the Seven Sisters' shoulder as she's using the force to try to like keep the ship in the bay you see the little rascal hold out one of its arms to, like, what to mimic it i did not see that it's so cool wow <laughs> i love these rascals he's a fucking legend wow give us a rascal ucs <laughs> that would actually be perfect scale size it would be if you gave us a rascal ucs that was like i don't know 12 inches yeah it's perfect that's a perfect set 2000 pieces couldn't be happier. Um, so uh, Zeb is very proud of himself after this, um, and the Phantom immediately returns to the fleet. Um, so our last clip is going to bring us to the end of the episode, and it is going to be Kanan, Rex, and we're going to get some information and some fallout here. Like, Kanan was unaware that there was more Inquisitors, so let's take a listen. I win. They're playing space like chess. You can be disciplined when you set your mind to it. What? Wait, are you trying to say you're teaching me a lesson? There are many ways to find victory. I'm not sure if I like you more or less now. Speaking of lack of discipline, Ezra, we need to talk. Yeah, we do. About the two Inquisitors we just ran into. Inquisitors? Yes, two. They're sitting there playing space lucky. chess Zed and have no us. idea the chaos Without they him, just went through. Uh, things could just have been bad. Out playing space well chess. done, soldier. It was a group effort. Those Inquisitors are nasty business. Kanan, why didn't you tell us there were more of them? Commander Sato is going to need a full report on this. Well, we did get the medical supplies. Some of them. Well, that's good news. I'll meet you three on the command deck. Kanan. They knew about Ahsoka. I'll tell her. Did you know there was more than one? No, I didn't. Do you think Ahsoka knows? I honestly don't know. We really have no idea what we're up against. 
Okay, so that brings us to the end of the episode. I um, don't understand why they... Did, did they think that Kanan knows every Inquisitor that's in Yeah, existence? there was like this real... When when it was mentioned that, hey, we ran in these two Inquisitors, every guy looks at Kanan like he's supposed to know something. Yeah, they were like, why didn't you tell why us Why didn't you tell us more? this? And it's like, dude, he doesn't fucking yeah. know. Yeah. Like, it, it was odd. Like how they're kind of playing that up, like Kanan was supposed to be all-knowing about like the Imperials Inquisitor program. You know, I, yeah, I'm wondering know. if there's a deleted scene, or maybe we're forgetting a scene where Kanan like is trying to put them at ease, where he's like, "Listen, we killed the first, in- we or we killed the Grand Inquisitor. We got nothing else to worry I don't, about." I don't fucking know. I don't know. But that that brings us to the end of the episode. Kind of an odd scene there, but regardless, we now know that there are Inquisitors, Inquisitors galore. Uh, Ahsoka needs to be made aware of it. So it's opening up a whole bag of worms here. Um, just kind of about the state of affairs for this early burgeoning rebellion. Uh, what does IMDb give this episode? IMDb is giving... Always to there are a 7.7. 7.7? Hmm. So a little bit, of a little bit of a dip. Well, I don't know. I quite enjoyed it. I think it was a fun episode. Not a ton there, but I, th- I like the, you know, it's kind of fucking quirky how they have this like kind of Halloween spooky, yeah, vibe to it, kind of vibe to it. Seven sister is cool, and she's definitely, you know, when you compare her with fifth brother, like she's definitely uh, the better sex, you know, for sure. Um, women tend to think more than men. Yeah. Like fifth brother's like, oh, cut him down, I'm an idiot. And she's just like, you fucking moron. Like, we're going to question him. Like, they really amped up. The, I like Seven Sisters. They really amped up the brutish nature of, of Fifth Brother. Yeah, hey, at least. I mean, they're developing him now, though. I mean, he's, you know, one of going to be the one of the main Inquisitors going forward. So, uh, but I like Seven Sister as kind of like a conniving bad guy. So it was a cool introduction. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's not as good as the previous few episodes that we've had, I guess. I, I enjoyed it, though. I'm going to give it a seven. Seven? Wow. Okay. Yeah. What do you got? Not a side. I went six. Okay. Just, uh, I agree with everything you said. Just wasn't as exciting as some of the later ones, and they can't yeah. all be winners, so. We still have not had that big divide, though. Yeah. We haven't had the great divide where I do, like, an eight, and you do, like, a four. <laughs> we got to get or there. Or vice versa. There's going to be one. <laughs> yeah, there is. And it's going to be great. I can't wait. <laughs> We got, I can't remember what the biggest disparity was, but some of the best times are when you rate something high and I'm like, no, fuck that. It's a three. The one that sticks out is Shadow Warrior, but it's not even that you rated it that low. It's just I was so over the moon <laughs> about that episode. And you were like, yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I was like, this is the best episode in two seasons. So I think that was coming off the Mon Cal arc. So you were just happy about yeah. that. You know who you are? Even Steven. Okay, so a seven and a six. Always look on the light side of life. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, light side moment of the episode. Certainly not me buying that used Millennium Falcon. <laughs> uh, light side moment for me is... I'm with the ambient creepy sounds like i liked the vibe of the episode and the way they made it i mean clearly they were going for a halloween theme here they set the tone very nicely but it it wasn't over the top to the point where like the only reason i knew it was a halloween theme was be- of the air date was because we called it out earlier in the episode like it, it wasn't too in your face it was a nice kind of vibe setting the scene it yeah. wasn't you know, it wasn't ridiculous like, oh, we're doing a Disney XD promotion where all the shows tonight are complete Halloween themes. Like, I think that's probably what it was. 
but they stayed true to the content. So for me, that was it. It like, wasn't the G and Oceans becoming zombies. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't ridiculous. Um, so I think it, it was a well done. So I'm going to go with the ambient sounds of the episode and just kind of the the vibe it put off. Okay. What do you got? Um, I'm going with, just because it tickled me, when they walked through and looked up and Zeb did the double-handed wave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, did a thumbs up very corny. He's pretty excited corny. for the situation that they're in at that time. It's pretty dire straits. He just seems yeah. very proud of himself that he figured this out. Yeah, this is the episode of Zeb doing something that pans out and him like getting really hyped about yeah. it. Like, yeah, Zeb is a, I don't know. He also got stuck in the vent, which is kind that of funny. That is true. Yeah. Okay, so excited jazz hands from Zeb and ambient sounds are light side. Let's take a look at the dark side. If you only knew the power of the dark side. Okay, so dark side moment of the episode. Couple inquisitors, but we didn't get anything like overtly dark, like really, you know, like where we're just like, oh, that was grim. But I did find a little nugget that caught my eye. It's at 155 of the episode. And there's a shot of the wall in, like, the ghost uh, wreck area. And there's a bunch of Stormtrooper, like, yeah. helmets. And I think it's, like, them keeping count of how many kills they have. Yep. And I was just like, holy shit, they have a tally of Stormtrooper kills. Yeah. And I was like, that's kind of fucked up. Three quarters of those have to be Sabines. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But the fact that they're counting up the number of kills... Little weird for me. Yeah. Little weird. Yep. That's my dark side. What's yours? And they're teenagers. Yeah. Teenagers. This is like saved by the bell. Like, <laughs> like it's so it I just noticed it. I was like, are they wait, it looks like it looks like a bunch of stickers of stormtrooper yes, helmets. It like does. decals. Yep. But I have to assume there's so many of them and they're in like all in one little spot. That I have to assume that's what it's yep. implying. So that's mine. What's yours? Um, I'm gonna go with when the our little rascal droid incapacitates Chopper and then like digs into his chest cavity to try to like turn yeah. it off. Very strange. It was very creepy. Yeah, it was. I don't know. As Chopper is like sc- like screaming <laughs> for help, <laughs> it's grim. <laughs> Chopper is indestructible yeah, though. Yeah, like, I, I just don't. Oh man. Whatever model of Astromech C one oh whatever it is, like yeah. it, it's just like the it's the most durable of the Astromechs. Really just he is the the Nokia cell phone of yeah. yeah, Astromechs. What's that one movie where the world's about to flood and like all twenty twelve and like Danny Glover's the president? <laughs> And they all, all the rich and elite people like get on the ark or whatever, yeah. and it's just like this indestructible metal or whatever. Like that must be what Chopper's built out of. Like <laughs> yes. he's just indestructible. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Rex. Another episode with Rex. Oh yeah. You gotta get it up. It's a uh Mandy, Dennis Prager, tweet something very, very intriguing. Dennis Prager, if you tweet something, maybe we won't be canceled. We'll change hearts and minds. Canceled. Gina Carano, help. Dennis Prager, help me. I'm being canceled. Did you know he's on Cameo? He is. Seriously? He's he's away right now. I was going to surprise you with one. Oh, my God. And I was going to actually have him be like, Clonecast, Mandy, get it on. And (laughs) I think we'll do it at some point, but... They're like on cameo. They do this thing where it's like they're currently away, like unavailable. So I don't know when he's coming back, if ever. I gotta assume like Adam Carolla doesn't fucking know yeah. how to do anything. So 
I just, Who knows? I just saw a post on Reddit in the Adam Carolla subreddit, which is just like people shitting on him. It's very strange. Apparently, is because uh, his ex-wife now runs the like the wine business that he started. Yeah. In the uh, his ex-best friend, who he like excommunicated from his show, the Sangria business. Yeah. Yeah. But it, he has a. His former best friend used to be on the show all the time and stuff. Which one is this? His buddy <clears throat> Ray, and he like. Oh yeah, I heard about Ray. Yeah, yeah. He eighty six Ray from his life like three years ago because Ray was a loser that wouldn't change. Okay, but Ray has started doing like advertisements with Corolla's ex wife, and so people are like, "Is Ray fucking on it?" <laughs> Jesus, and a lot of people are like, "What's going on?" Wild. <laughs> That's Sonny. He's going to be a messed up kid. Yeah. Man. He's already going to Trump rallies, and he's only like 14. That's so fucking weird. Okay, so... Mandy! Dark Horse Hero. Mandy, get it on. Dennis Prayer, help me being canceled. Okay, Dark Horse Hero of the episode. I'm going with rascals. <laughs> All the rascal probe droids, man. They're showing me something. Yep. They're, they're, they're tricky little beasts. They are. They're tough to handle. Yep. So I'm going rascal probe droids. Just a uh, versatile little... Swiss Army knives of probe droids. They're more effective than the other probe droids. They absolutely are. Yeah, they're tougher to catch. Yeah. All right, I got rascals. Who do you got? I think I might have given this... I might have done this one before, but I'm going magnets. Oh. I'm going magnets, because without Chopper. magnets, they wouldn't have been able to lock Chopper in. They wouldn't have been able to lock that phantom into the ceiling. That's true. A lot of good magnet action in yeah. this episode. This is the episode of magnets. Magnets, mag lights. Fuck, fuck battery talk. We got to have magnet talk here pretty soon. I feel like magnet talk and battery talk could just be merged into one. <laughs> I mean, completely different purposes, but I feel like that kind of tracks yeah, with how okay. stupid they both would be. Um, but yeah, magnets and a mag light. So yeah, we, this is the mag episode. Mag! You know? Maga. Maga. What do you like better, mag or maga? Mag, of I'm course. I'm a big mag guy. Yeah. Mega sucks. <laughs> yeah, Shit's so weak. Although, have you ever? Do you have any of those? Have you ever come across those douchebag friends? I've had a few in the past who are like, you know what? Something about condoms. They just always hurt me. And then I figured it out. I figured it out. I got a Magnum condom and I put that on, and it was fine. It was fine. Oh, shut like, the fuck up! <laughs> I know. I've had multiple friends say that to me. <laughs> yeah. It's the stupidest thing in the world. How do we meet these damaged people? <laughs> I know. Stop. Like, you're not impressed. It's just weird that you're even telling me this. <laughs> I know. And you're lying that you're even telling Like, fuck off. <laughs> Fucking nerds. I beg your pardon. Ugh. What do you mean? Naked. My parts are showing. My goodness. <laughs> I got a Magnum condom. Everything works now. It's like something a fucking 15-year-old would say. It's a bow. Cape area. All right. Good Hood, Space Station, Phoenix Crew, Doc and having sex. Who was looking hot? All right, good hood. Who was looking hot? Who was showing you something on the runway of fashion in this episode? I'm gonna have to go with. I'm gonna have to go with the saucy seven sister. Goddamn right, you are. I am too. She's something else. Yeah, she is a minx. <laughs> I'm so glad that R.I.P. Conch Gal, but I'm so glad that I got a new fast. I knew to you'd like her. Over. 
I didn't know it. You'd be quite. Oh, taken by the way, so it, she's played by Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yes, she is. Wife of Kanan Jarrus, Freddie Prince Jr. Yes, yeah. um, they have been together for quite some. Yeah, time. there's a video of like Howard Stern when Freddie yes! Prince was like 20. Yeah, he's like, "Why are you getting married? Yeah, now you, this isn't gonna last." And he's like, "It will last." <laughs> and it's lasted. <laughs> yeah. So she is a minx. Yeah, uh, but Seven Sister is hot. Yep, turning my crank. Were you ever a big Buffy guy? No. I never got into it. I've heard it's actually, like, low-key underrated and good. Like, people whose opinions I respect are like, no, this show's phenomenal. Yeah. I just have never gotten into it. You know what we should do? We should watch that, and we should watch Gilmore Girls. Oh, I've seen some Who's the lady from Gilmore? What's her name? Lauren, uh... Bober? No. (laughs) No. No, uh, uh... I... Uh... I'm looking up Lorraine Bracco for some reason. Who the fuck was that in Gilmore Girls? She's in Bad Santa as well. She's in a lot of stuff. Lauren Graham. There we go. Yes. She's a minx. And News um, Radio. Okay, yeah. Um, she's in a, a lot of good stuff. But yes, um, yeah, I'm going with uh, Seven Sister for Gilmore looking Girls hot. Gilmore Girls is a good show. Yeah. I've seen it in passing. Never from beginning to end, but... <laughs> What's the... <laughs> Is that Conan when he's making the band, the boy band? <laughs> favorite, <laughs> favorite Gilmore girl, Lorelai. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> that line sticks with me. God, yeah, remember? Sister, she's got, she's got the face that goes like yeah. the, the helmet with the opening face. Oh, it's the best. And the little rascal. I don't know if you noticed, but it folds into her back. She's got a back plate. Yeah, she carries like the rascal. Into. Very similar to Jedi Fallen Order, yeah. uh, BD-8, getting yeah. carried around. But yeah, Se- uh, Seven Sister, she is a minx and a half. I hope that she does something that allows me to at least feel good about being attracted the to her. The other thing that just sealed it for me, too, is as she was talking to Ezra, she kept like talking with her hands. For whatever reason, the palms of her hands are like purple. It's Ooh. a slightly different. It's a slightly different hue. Oh, that must be a, a Miralin trait. It's looking great. Is she? Have we ever seen the palms of like Barris Offie's hands? I don't know. I'm assuming they're gloves, but like whatever part of her drip. Oh, she's got part she of got her gloves hand. on. Okay, man, she's something else. Yeah, I'm excited to see where she takes yeah. us. Oh, I'm so glad I have a new fascist girlfriend. Man, it was dark there for a few weeks, but we made it. Uh, all right, let's do this. The Clone Cast presents Power Rankings. Talk to me. Charles. Okay. Power Rankings. So what we do here is we rank our three favorite characters of this episode. First place gets three points. Second place gets two. Third place gets one. And then we add them up. Current rankings are Hera in first, Ezra in second, Hot Conchcal still in third place despite being dead, Chopper in fourth, Kanan in fifth, tied with Aqualush Bullet, 20 points, Sabine, Callus, Sebo, hey, Sebo, Ahsoka, Rex, Lando Ability, I'm just, we got to get done with this episode. Tarkin, Vader, Willie, that weird flamboyant cowboy robot. <laughs> Wolf, the big bongo slash piss shark. 
Uh, Space Waffle, Old Joe the Bartender, Brave Lothcat, Cassius Constant, ATAT Pilot, and Vertical ATTE. And we have Zeb with negative 13 and Spinning Wheel, which I still have no idea what it is with negative 1. Um, sorry I didn't give you all the numbers there. I can just say that Hera is firmly in first, Ezra is firmly in second, and then it is just a battle. Okay, so, Adam, who's your number one? My number one for power rankings has to be Zeb is coming in number one. Jeez. He really came in this episode. He did. He really did. All right, Zeb. He up. paid off. Yeah. He came up with a scheme all into himself. He was yeah. showing chopper respect at the end. Yeah. Okay, so Zeb's at negative 10 now. And he pulled in a Meluron reference. So. I did like the Meluron yeah. reference. Yeah, so Zeb is finally making a little dent in his negative numbers there. I love how he's still like firmly behind vertical ATT. <laughs> <laughs> we have a main character. A main character of this series <laughs> that is behind an ATT that went vertical. He's got close to top billing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay, my number one, I got to go with Seven Sister. <laughs> Oh, Seventh Sister, how are you doing? Hello, my lady. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime. Yeah. Seventh Sister gets three points for me. Just a minx. Sounds so hot. She's looking good. Sarah Michelle go. Hello. Man, that is just me, like, like 14 years old. Just like, she is so hot. Oh, she was, like, one of my first, like, major crushes. Yeah. yeah. She's up there. So I'm going with Seventh Sister. Who do you got? Uh, I accidentally typed in seventh mister. <laughs> Freudian slip. <laughs> Number two, I, I'm going with the rascal droids. Rascals! Yeah. Old rascals. They made an impact. They really did. They were effective. And the one was trying to use the force? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Ezra. Okay. Uh, for the full-on sacrifice, saving Sabine, and just... Um, a very selfless young man. Yep. So and that's why I put Ezra number three okay. for my power rankings this episode. So Ezra. Ezra's getting three points. Still nine behind Hera, though. Okay. Um, so my third one, I'm going to go with Rascals. Yeah. I'm going with the Rascal droids. They're pretty cool. I'll give it to Zeb. Fuck it. I'll give it to Zeb. Zeb had a good episode. Wow. Okay. He, he's down to negative nine. He's out of the double digit negatives. I'll, I, I think we've honored Rascal with your two points. That's fine. I, I can live with that. I can we'll give probably Zeb. get another opportunity. Yeah. More rascals, and hopefully Zeb gets out of the negatives. He's just one bad look away from just, like, <laughs> getting negative six points right back where He's he started. still behind spinning wheel, whatever that thing is. I don't... Someone tell me! I keep asking, and nobody says anything. I don't know what the fuck spinning wheel is. I have no clue. Isn't that the Journey song? And the wheel in the sky keeps on turning. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's a wheel in the sky. Yeah, it's spin. I mean, it's turning. Keeps on turning. It keeps turning. That you could call that a spin. So I don't know, Thorian historian. What the fuck is spinning wheel? (laughs) I don't fucking know. All right. Thank you, Yoda. Thank you, Chewbacca. Yeah, that, 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 that. You know whose touchdown song this is? The Green Bay Packers. Oh, yeah, that's right. Only got one yesterday. That's too bad. It's too bad that they lost. It's too bad. Um, Okay, so what we would normally do here is, uh, back in the Clone Wars day, I would predict the next episode based off the tagline. We don't have that luxury. So what I do now is Adam tells me the episode name that we're watching next, and I predict it based off that. So what is our next episode, Adam? Next episode is entitled Brothers of the Broken Horn. 
Brothers of the Broken Horn. That sounds something like, uh, you know, like Grogu throwing that big rhino into the ground. Yeah. Big old horn. Um, I did, once again, I have uh, had the luxury of tile images spoil for me. Fuck! I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. Um, we get I, the triumphant return of somebody next episode. We do. Um, and so it's like, well, do I just kind of... I don't fucking know. I, I can make up some dumb bullshit or... Well, do who do you think the broken horn is referencing? Do you think that's a creature? Do you think that's a character? <laughs> uh, the broken... That sounds like some sort of collective of some kind. Um, I don't know. I, I really don't fucking know, to be honest. The, I, I will say it's a collective of... People who used to be bad guys. No, maybe they're actually they're uh, like spice runners. They're doing illegal trades in the new empire. Like for the character that's getting reintroduced that I know about, it seems like his business would be greatly impacted by this new burgeoning empire just kind of stepping on the throats of everything and and just kind of consolidating all their power throughout the galaxy. So yeah. maybe it's a conglomeration of former criminals, pirates, blah 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 that are banding together to fight the empire. Okay. Maybe they bring them into the fold of the rebels. Like, uh, beggars can't be choosers. You know, if you got an ally, you might want to take it. So, I wonder who that character would be, though. I wonder. Hmm. Cad Bane. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, what's the next episode again? Brothers of the Broken Horn. Brothers of the Broken Horn. Excellent. We're looking forward to that. And that is Season 2, Episode 6. Correct? Yes. Season yeah. 2, sure. Episode 6. All right, Adam. Where can those listeners reach us? You can always send us an email. We are at clonecastpod at gmail.com. Hell yeah. Reach out to us on Instagram. Tell us what the fuck the spinning wheel is. Twitter at clonecastpod. Yeah. Reach out to us if you want a link to join the Discord. She bought that. Lego building going on there. Yeah, it'll pump up around Andor. I'm trying to get Adam to write on there, though. It's kind of quiet right now. Get on there. Do something. So we'll see you next time for Brothers of the Broken Horn. Until then, may the buyer's remorse be with you. Big time buyer's remorse. See you next time. Never hear the tragedy of Crispin's Day. Cape Area. Using crack and cocaine to get high. That's what you say.